Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Today we bask in the light of mustachioed greatness. That is right. The Casio has never been one for themes and all that shit. My ex-wife was a teacher. They're all about themes. I ain't, I'm done with that bullshit. I've had my fair share. So in spite of that, we are celebrating Halloween during New Year's because why the hell not? I remember when I was a kid, it was actually cold in October. Now it's Swamp Butt City down in South Texas. It's the worst ever. So honestly, this cooler weather during January is making me want to throw on a cheesy Dracula costume and head to the nearest country bar so I can weird out the locals. Just show them, you know, just ask if I can suck their blood in the main vein. You know what I mean? Anyway, I brought on the... (laughs) I brought on the homie, Matty Ice, who requested 1943's Son of Dracula for today's episode. So without further ado, let's take a long trip to the bayou, bring a shipping container full of our home soil, maintain a face like we just farted and we hope no one is going to smell it, and attack an old rich white and marry his daughter because it's the fucking 1940s, baby. Who gives a shit? It's time to take in the moonlight on the bayou and sing our favorite Louis Armstrong song. I see the moonlight shine. Cross the bayou, I'm leaving Europe to come see my boo. And I think to myself, maybe I married the wrong girl. Oh, fuck. That is right. Now play that shit theme song. <laughs> it's the most podcast you We're ready for the show. We'll watch moves, we'll make some jokes, and then we'll all go home. Navigating the legendary hairy upper lips, it's the mustachio, podcastio. What is up? It is your host of the mustachio podcastio, Daniel J. Segura. And um, just really quick, I just wanted to do those uh because i'm not sure when this is coming out but it's probably already it probably hasn't come out yet but it's gonna come out soon but let me sing this to the listeners really quick should all acquaintance be (laughs) forgot and never brought to mind should all acquaintance be forgot and the days of all anxiety. I have no idea what this song means. You know, you know what anything, anything about that song, Matt? <laughs> uh whew, yeah. I, I I know that I've only ever really known the words "should old acquaintance be forgot," and then I think it, and I always just assumed it was just drunken Irish slur after <laughs> that, just like "old <laughs> lang Zang is already like something you would say drunk for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? Actually, honestly, it's funny. I I know exactly when I first heard that song, um, which might have been under the exact right circumstances, which was uh, I must have been twenty, twenty one, mm-hmm. um, and. I was having a new year's party at I was living at my, my dad's house and nice. It was in the basement and we had a local band that like had pretty decent, you know, following play in my ranch house basement. Fuck which, yeah, dude. So you got to think, uh, I mean, if we hit 200 square feet, total, <laughs> I don't know. I, I you know, whatever. <laughs> it's We're, a tight spot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so anyways, this 
local band played way too many people there mm -hmm. and then they stopped playing like right around midnight did the thing and then everyone just started going and playing whether they could play or not for a while and then at one point the singer of the band was super drunk and he tried to like give a really um thoughtful explanation of this song that song and then he proceeded to acapella <laughs> you know <laughs> Well, the shit memory that I serves did, correct. Not, not, yeah, I don't think he got as far as you did. Like, <laughs> so I, I know very specifically that is how I knew that this was a song. And <laughs> the fact that I escaped it for 20 that is years crazy. Previous, it's probably crazy. one of the things that I just had. I probably had heard it, just didn't notice it. Yeah. Yeah. I first year. heard it. Um, <laughs> Happy New Year. I heard it first. Uh, um, it's a Wonderful Life, which was a tradition of mine. Yeah. So I, I grew up listening to that That's song. That's true. But they only sing like the first two verses. And yeah. it goes for all. It's like a, I think it's like a six verse song. You know, it's funny. I, I, I you're exactly right. And somehow I've never connected that. Connected. The same damn song. Yeah, yeah. It's great. I love that song, Um, even though I don't know what the fuck it means. I'll look it up one day. But anyway, y'all, we have Ma Mighty Ice Anderson. I don't know why I couldn't say Maddie. Maddie Ice Anderson, co-host yeah. and total insane person that works with Eddie the Axe for some reason on a podcast called Ed and Matt on Campus. And, of course, co-host of the highly informational, highly sought-after podcast. You can always find their lives on YouTube, I believe. It's called mm -hmm. The Mighty Peculiar. Coming back in the second week of January 2024. So either now Sweet. when you're listening to this or sometime around then. Yeah, definitely sometime around then. So if you haven't, uh, you know, uh, piped into that, just definitely give it a whirl and you can do some uh, sometimes uh, Timbo, uh, the Timmy Yobo jumps in there and does, does some commenting, I suppose. Yes, he does. He does. Um, and speaking of Ed and Matt on campus, you were on an episode of that. Uh, we just had Mike Wood from the Grind Bin uh, the other week. Um, yeah. and then Eddie and I have also had each of our like friends, um, on that, that people that don't have podcasts. So, but like my Love that. friend that I've had since junior high, uh, was on an episode, um, and uh, a guy named Dave that, uh, I think he played Eddie plays D and D with who was really, he was really fun and funny. Um, but I'm like. I cannot, I just couldn't see those two like talking outside of anything like what we were doing. I'm like, <laughs> they, they seem very different. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's Ed and Boy, Matt on campus. It's crazy. It's much like, uh, much like the STDs flowing through that film. Y'all are spreading this fucking movie like a goddamn virus, man. <laughs> I will tell you this. Um, I was recently on um, uh, everything I learned from movies and Steve the, was from there was talking about the show. He was plugging the show. Uh -huh. And he, I think he gave me like the compliment that I, I didn't know I was looking for uh, about the show, but uh, he, he said, which is um, he loves the show and he's never even watched Dead Man on Campus. <laughs> that is Be a great compliment. Because yes, on, in the description, this should be a show 100% about Dead Man on Campus. I don't think our success rate of actually being about the show, about the movie the most we are about Dead Man on Campus is when we have guests, because then it's like, yes, we're talking I felt like I forced y'all to talk about it because I yeah. really had things to say. If right. not, we would have gone on tangents for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mostly about new metal. Um, Eddie's been trying to t tell me about adult baby diaper culture recently. Okay. Um, 
that does exist yes uh yeah he's you know insistent um just yeah anyway it's edit on campus it's a lot of fun or yeah that's uh absolute insanity so definitely check out my episode we had some yeah. good bits in there and um and I, th- I think I like it down a little bit. You know, I, I, I feel like I need to give it another watch and then jump back on again. Do you know um, uh, this? I'll spoil the Mike Wood episode. Um, so I you guys were the exact opposite. Like, I expected you to love the movie like if, if ahead of it. And I expected Mike to be like, what what are we doing here, guys? Like, why, why am I watching? You know? And yeah. um, now that he's like joined Letterboxd or something, he's like all about like sit, giving like saying star like doing star ratings for movies so he was like yeah honestly 3.5 and i'm like really that's Mike? not bad that's yeah no, that's, he liked the movie yeah that's pretty good <laughs> and um, i'm very shocked so he could be a magic eight ball for me i can't always predict what he's gonna like especially when it comes to the movies they cover at the grind bin podcast yeah i'm always like oh, i think he's gonna like this one and then he fucking hates it you know, so right. you just never know. Sometimes right. he likes to be a contrarian too, though. That's true too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I felt like you guys almost like swapped places in my expectations. Um, and I think for me, it was definitely mental state. I feel like if I was watching it with a friend, mm-hmm. or, you know, I think watching it alone, it just it's not the same. Yeah, I mean, a lot yeah. of comedies are like that. I mean, you you know, especially I think comedies you can rewatch alone, but like. At some point, you have to if 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 you really like it, you have to enjoy it with at least one other person there to like, have, you know, feed off of like their. You know, I don't know because yeah. I it's like I find like if I'm just by myself watching like a new or recent comedy, I just don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't know what what it is, but <laughs> like yeah, if I were to go see it in the theater or, or whatever or watch it with you know. I'd be more apt to like it. So I don't know. That's true. That's right. It's just, it's just more fun as a, in a group setting. I think comedies are definitely in, in a lot of horror movies too. I think especially yeah. slashers, they're just more fun watching it with friends. Yeah. You have more better. You have a way better good time. Yes, exactly. Um, I was going to ask, as we always do ask guests that, that do bring on these films as we're honoring Lon Chaney Jr. Who plays Count Ellicott, AKA Count Dracula. Cause he's a very clever man in the movie son of dracula what is your history of this film i'm curious if you saw it saw the stash or if you thought about oh yeah he has a mustache in that i'm like kind of what are the what's the origin of you bringing this up okay so the origin of actually bringing this uh to the show in particular just directly that is yes um you would actually i can't remember like I don't know if it was on an episode or if it was just in a message you had actually made a kind of a passing comment you um a while back you covered like a movie from the 1930s um, okay not not the it's a wonderful life episode but there was something i can't remember exactly i covered I a couple was... with uh brody she likes right. to bring those on yeah, yeah exactly and you had mentioned um in passing like you know you want to try and like maybe seek out more of that kind of stuff so i think initially i heard you say that and mm-hmm. i was like oh well the, I know the one that no one else will choose is, <laughs> is Son of Dracula. And, and uh, you know, obviously it's Lon Chaney Jr. So I don't think you've, you know, had been, I, he is not a guy that actually, it's weird. For as many characters as he plays, he very infrequently for an actor of his time played anyone with facial hair. Like, you know, I mean, I guess the Wolfman, let's, let's, let's set that one aside. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. 
because I'm waiting for oh, if Yobo was here, he would have jumped right in and said, What about the Wolfman? Um, but um, <laughs> there's but a stash yeah. somewhere through in, in all that hair for sure, yeah, yeah. well, exactly. Um, yeah. but so I thought it, just an interesting way to get like a you know, uh, a, an interesting actor onto your show, but then also it, this movie, I think whether you like it or hate it mm-hmm. it's ballsy and so stupid and it's like and it's in equal measure and i can't tell like you know sometimes depending on like i've seen it you know a handful of times over the years um mm-hmm. sometimes i just absolutely like loathe it but like i laugh at it and then other yeah. times i'm like wait this is kind of atmospheric and they're they're hitting some they're doing some things right you know so yeah yeah. I I think it's interesting. Um, yeah, now it's not necessarily. It's not necessarily like it's. It doesn't feel like there's really a lot of bad performances. I think the performances are good. I just think the story and the plot line are are a little. I feel like they kind of. It feels like they rushed it, or someone had a good what? idea, and they're like, "Let's go with that." Well, yeah. So, <laughs> and this is Universal, part of the Universal Monsters yep. series. So, rushed it. Yeah, basically. I mean, they were they were you know turning them out exactly you know once once you get past the initial entry in each major series bride of frankenstein is basically the the exception here is all of the major character like universal monsters went right to the b movie like just pump it out right like so the first one may have been a prestige picture but all of the follow-ups were not yeah um um you know and 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 sometimes that's great because sometimes you get some like, you know, so you sometimes you get the really cheap knockoffs, but sometimes you get like just it's interesting to see a major studio hand what are technically marquee characters off to people and just go like, I don't know, do what you want with it. <laughs> like you, <laughs> that would never happen. Like imagine Marvel doing that now. That would or, be amazing. <laughs> like, like, look, we're going to call this part of the series. This is part three in Universal's Dracula series. Not one of them have anything to do with each other. They don't reference each other particularly. Like they don't, they're stylistically completely different. Um, Yeah, there's no universe necessarily. Like there was no no, interconnectivity. Which is funny because you think about just a handful of years ago when they tried to launch that dark universe. Like they tried to do the Marvel DC style. And it was, the, it was they got, the mummy, mummy. Type the, yeah, they got yeah. one in, and then that was it. Because <laughs> it tanked so hard, and it's like yeah. people, you know, it's like, and I feel like that was one of those moments where you, you know, you just have to say like, it's the lack of cohesion of the Universal Monster movies. Mm-hmm. I that I think a lot of people find that endearing. Like it's like maybe it's frustrating if you want that kind of like continuity, but like beyond that, the the fact that you just get these completely unique weirdo movies that were made by a major studio. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's um, yeah. Cause I think sometimes the films, especially once you've produced like three or four that are supposed to be interconnected, I think the films that follow become less and less unique and, and they, they need to, really depend on the other movies to try to continue to you know keep with the continuity and it just kind of ruins what what could have been if it was its own thing right well because sometimes you see those movies where they're like they're a sequel that they forget to be their own movie 
like yeah. just like they're just like 100 like like home alone 2 is basically home alone it's, 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 i mean it's i that i i mean just throw in new york that is so like it if if any movie feels like just a complete like i mean a lot of movies are cash-ins but this that like that one was like they literally just changed locations yeah i think they thought hey we have a bigger budget it was and gender swapped the crazy old person yep let's let's put in a, a crazy pigeon homeless lady who's british for some reason and uh and let's put in new york and let's throw in donald trump power <laughs> right yeah but like you know and i guess it's fine like the movie did big business but like there's oh, yeah. a reason there's a there's kind of a reason why like the home alone three then came years later with a different lead and you know it's like because it i think flopped. it was just like oh yeah of course but um <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's only one Macaulay Culkin, everyone. Congratulations on the star, Macaulay. I know you're not listening, but. Right, yeah. And uh, hey, uh, good job, kid, that I think went on to go being like liar, liar and stuff. You were pretty good in Home Alone 3. Yeah, dude, you're okay in you're liar, Alex. Liar. You were Alex, and you had, like, um, RC cars, and, like, you had to fight, like, <laughs> chemical warfare terrorists, which was very weird, because there's a whole Russian spy i've never that seen that one so i, I so, like, okay you, you could just be making this up to be honest no Matt, i'm totally not um so, <laughs> so just a spots. quick quick aside about home alone three okay. um one i think it's scarlett johansson's first movie she plays the older sister that like hates her little brother okay um two um it's not it's not better than obviously home alone one but I think it's 100% better than the second one. If only okay. because the second one ha- is a copy and paste. So mm-hmm. if you might as well just watch the first one, right? Yeah. And the fact that they, it's like, it's over multiple days. The kid's homesick with the chicken pox mm-hmm. and his mom, they keep finding excuses for his mom to have to leave the house. <laughs> and there's like spies and like his, I, it's, and it was directed by, I think, the guy who went on to then direct Mystery Men, which was like that Ben Stiller, yes. you know, a really weird movie. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, and John Hughes still wrote it. So Home Alone 3, check okay. it out. Or uh, don't. You know what? I will give it a watch, dude. Why not, man? And you know, that kid from I think Liar there was three Liar was bad guys bad. instead of two. Was it? No, is there a woman the... bad guy? Or... Yes, I okay. believe so. I knew there would be. Yes, when a redhead. It's... I might, might, she might be either redhead or blonde, I bet, or something like that. I thought you were just about to say, like, Home Alone 3 went woke and just <laughs> added a no, woman. I was say that. Uh, but, um, anyway, it would be the antithesis of the mom from Home Alone 2 because she was a good mom and she was a, a ginger, and yeah. maybe they want to switch it up, you know, because let's face it, a good ginger we don't see too often. <laughs> I can't, I can't. I can't. I will say nothing. I know. I had my heart broken by one, so uh, I'm always going to have oh, a certain aversion to them. That's true. Yeah. And you know what? You just gave me, and this is your show, but you just gave me, like, now that I've had to host things, like, I real, I, I find good segues, and you just set me up. Go for it. Because the first time I saw this movie, Son of Dracula, I had just been dumped. It was in high school. I was, like, total heartbreak. And it happened wow. to be close to halloween and this was am the amc when it was american movie classics and it legit showed like the black and white movies there like week up like the weekend before halloween they had i think they i think they called it monster fest amc monster Fest. i don't you know at the time 
And again, this is so this is 1998. So you got to keep in mind, like there's no DVR. You'd have to usually you're still in the like, if you are not going to be home, you have to better set your VCR to record these things. These are not, you know, as readily available now. And did she ever touch your pee pee or was this like y'all never really got into it like that deep? Do you have a hunger for cinematic horror? Do you enjoy the thrill from seeing boogeymen, beasts, and butchers go about their dark work? Then all you need to do is speak of the devil and the devil will come to you. Speak of the Devil is a podcast for all movies that have anything from demons and poltergeists to serial killers and the supernatural. I'm Kayla. And I'm Taylor. Join us as we embark on a journey through the dark recesses of horror films, from the classics to blockbusters and everything in between. New episodes come out every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're not scared of anything. Are you? Oh, yeah, no. I mean, this was like a serious high school. Like, like yeah. Okay, so, so she definitely... Yeah. yeah, yeah right. She... Oh, yeah, no, this wasn't like... Two, like the two, like we we celebrated our two week anniversary. Okay, like, I didn't not, know if it was, was puppy days. love or it was like a real. No, because ninety eight would have been. I would have been romance. I would have been seventeen. So okay, like, yeah, this is, yeah. You know, and so I, you know, loved old movies and stuff, but um I was totally in that like heartbreak mode, and it just almost feels like a setup for a movie. Is uh I think I'd probably spent like three weeks like never leaving the house right like it was just like all mm -hmm. sad you know like just sad sack and then my like a friend was like okay this friday we're going out like it was like someone's having a party and it was like it took on that feel of like this is the get you out of the house like this party's gonna be like a party you see in movies like you know whatever yeah. it was like and um i was all on board to go and then the day of the party I noticed that AMC has monster fest on and I look through the TV guide, see what's coming up over the weekend. And I pretend to be sick and I stay home and I record all of these movies. And uh, they showed son of Dracula. Uh, they, at the prime time of 3.00 AM on oh, Saturday that is fitting. Yes. And I was in and out of sleep, like on the couch, you know, like yeah, trying to watch these sure. movies. Yeah. So the very first time I experienced this movie was like in and out of sleep. So when I then fully woke up in the morning, I'm like, there's no, I thought I can legit convinced I dreamed the things I was thinking. Like, I'm like, Lon Chaney, oh. dude, no. Like, it's because it was so weird. It's like, wait, why is he Dracula? But like, not, you know, it's like, and it's all, it's not set. So it took me a little bit to realize, um, that it was an actual movie and uh yeah so yeah especially it being in the bayou like it's just yeah, it's very yeah. weird to see a dracula film where he's in the bayou like yeah it's just really it's an odd fish out of water or alligator out of out of swamp whatever you want to call it yeah <laughs> it's crazy well and and i think so but that explains your close relationship with this yes. film. Like you were in a very vulnerable moment when I you, was. This movie came across, and you but were also this, half asleep. And this, but this particular weekend, actually, that 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 weekend, like it, it's so weird because I didn't go do any of the things that were supposed to get me out of like my funk or whatever the the yes, what I was in. Yeah, the, yeah. But the like forty eight hours of like like nineteen thirties, forties, and fifties horror movies. 
I, I felt like I went like Monday came around and started the school week and I like walked in all energized. So that's Ooh. the other attachment I have to these movies is like, I really felt like they just helped me get over something by, and it was so unexpected. So yeah, it's kind of like, like when you're sick for a couple, like you get the flu and so you can't go to school when you're in high school. So you like just binge watch some yeah. shit and, and you're like, Hey, I, that helped me get better. Cause it was something to be distracted by while you felt right. like absolute garbage. Yeah. It, and, and, <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's exactly what it was. And, and, and it's also, it usually helps when like, you're not like expecting it to be the thing that helps you get yeah. through something. Especially because... black and white old films. Cause you're not, you know, you're, you're, no way younger than those <laughs> yeah yeah i have no like first hand um <laughs> born in 81 so yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. um but i like I, that they were so, kind of in the same age group like when yeah. we're selecting an age group you know on a survey we're, yeah. we're oh, pretty much we right there yeah right i well and and like so that was one of the things like like i had already liked um some you know classic horror movies and stuff because i yeah from when i was super young i i all that stuff. It's just been something I've been into. But the other thing that was happening is Universal like would only ever release like again, we're we're in the earliest days of DVD, right? Mm -hmm. So um when Universal released any of their movies, it was just the main ones. So the the weirdo sequels like son of dracula or like goes yeah they, they just they were you no know, you would have to find a video store that had like a a pretty well stocked like classics section you know like yeah. to, so this weekend like i i knew so there was a lot of movies in that time that like i had heard of there was like one of the mummy sequels the mummy's ghost which i'm like it's a ghost mummy what no it's not <laughs> but that's the name of it like that's how I saw that one for the first time because wow. you know, like when was I ever going to do it? So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And this one is the one that always, um, not my favorite, but like the one that always stood out to me is the strangest one. So it is, it is, it is interesting. I mean, just, just the way it, it the one thing I'll give it is, as we kind of dig into the movie, I, yeah. I like that it kicks off. I like that it kind of, right away it doesn't waste a lot of time it doesn't give you a way it doesn't just throw lore in your face right away there's no yeah. like anyone giving some sort of narration it just right. happens and there's a train coming and you see all this car go in the back we're right away introduced to i guess the town doctor or this family's doctor because he's very important to this yes. whole storyline and, he's, and just a, he's a doctor <laughs> what it, and he's like a he in any other movie, like a medical he, doctor. <laughs> yeah, and in, in like any other movie, he's like the weird squirrely henchman of the villain, like yeah, or the yeah. like ineffective like husband of like uh you know, an uh, overbearing like you know always hovering with the rolling pin <laughs> wife kind of yes. like so the fact that he's basically our our hero. <laughs> Yeah, yeah is a little uh yeah a little strange but um is that is uh, his character frank craven i think his name's yeah frank frank craven uh i think that's the name of the um the actor, actor yes. yeah 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 dr harry brewster is uh, the character sorry yes yeah, yeah um and he um let's see who by the way i think has a stash in the film so oh yeah yeah and that's the other thing is there's a few here yeah you know? there's like, a few here because you this, know i, I did the launch jr yeah, I did bend the rules just for that Lon Chaney Jr. dust stash because <laughs> he just don't see it that often. And you don't see 
Draculas or like vampires with a lot of mustaches. There's been right. very few. Right. You know, we had Blackula. <laughs> That's pretty right. much all we, we've had on our podcast. So That's true. Yeah. Well, so the, I think another thing about – well, first of all, for a movie that's not bad about setting like having atmosphere and not just being super like feeling like a stage play like this this has got some good you know because again it's universal nothing shot on a location this is all their back lot and sound stage yes. so it's kind of impressive yeah and i've always liked that aesthetic like actually one of my favorite things to see i, I think it was in actually son of frankenstein um where they were in like the village and you're always trying to figure out like what time period are these ha are you know these happening in and like a car drove past like a horse or like a a horse and buggy and like the car people were dressed like modern for you know 1944 but then mm -hmm. the people in the horse and buggy were all like looked like they might as well it might as well be like the you know 1850s yeah and and so i like that they just allow that to be the case yeah. um but in to work with so, what you got <laughs> so yeah so good points for um atmosphere let's take some deductions away for any sense of subtlety because <laughs> like I get, I get how many it. times do we see alucard printed in this first scene Ooh, and man, someone literally <laughs> spelling it backwards to you or yeah. spelling it you know um, yeah, on a piece of paper because we couldn't figure out. And he even starts kind of spelling it when he first sees it. When the doc yeah. sees it, he's like, Alucard, that's that's yeah. interesting. And he starts spelling, but then he gets distracted. And but right. it, it's like just right away, that's a little seed in him in his little brain there. Right. And to us, to the um the, to audience. the audience, we're just being like like we're just being told, yeah, this we is, get it. It's him. called Son of Dracula. We yeah. get it. So there's two things about this. Um, my favorite, I think when I, if I push came to shove, if I ever had to name like a favorite video game of all time, it would be Castlevania three curse of Dracula uh, from the NES. Right. Mm -hmm. So and that's one of those ones where you start out as the one character, but as you acquire, you know, as you acquire teammates, you can play certain levels as them. And one of the characters you get is count Alucard and he's mm -hmm. Dracula's son. And he's the vampire that wants to destroy his father. So seeing this movie for the first time when I did kind of like blew my mind, like kind of, I was like thinking back to even younger Matt thinking that Konami came up with the idea that Alucard was <laughs> since then I'd been like, yeah, Castlevania, like, man, they really, that, that was crazy. <laughs> you know, that is a very good callback for them to, uh, to do that, you know, like, right. To name him that. And then he's the son. And, and I, and I think that would have been a, that would be a, great movie if it was the son of dracula and he hates his father for some whatever reason maybe right. well the yeah there's a human he the, was into or something yeah yeah the, i mean dope. I, I think it's like the curse of his own exist his own is existence right yes yeah yeah he's angry that he's even exists in the first place he's stuck with this curse that he didn't ask for yeah it does make sense it's like um how you're uh baptized as a child but you didn't ask to be Catholic. No, i know <laughs> i i actually but you know what I formally rejected it, and there was a great ceremony that with candle. No, uh, <laughs> you're a little baby. You gave like a letter to the to the priest. Yeah, and then yeah. I did not accept this. <laughs> you just go get like baptized as a Satanist, and then they balance each other. They can't actually. They cancel uh, each other out. Yes. So you you got that against your will. So you proactively do that, and then I think that wipes the slate clean. I like um, that. <laughs> so 
in my one like my little couple notes here um sure sure just a little behind the scenes i guess is um yeah. happy happy new year welcome to the halloween episode of the podcastio uh <laughs> because yeah. originally this was going to be around halloween and it got delayed and then in the in intervening time we uh you and i were on a mini bin about rambo saving christmas and yes. you made the joke that like we were talking and I don't think you had watched them this movie yet. I definitely don't think you had. No, I hadn't. So this is hilarious in retrospect because I, somehow I was saying something about like, Oh, uh, like some about Rambo having a son, you know, like what would his, what would he name? Or no, I think Mike asked, what would Rambo name his son? And you just jumped in with, um, Abmar, which is Rambo <laughs> backwards. <laughs> Yeah, I remember the joke. And now, obviously, <laughs> I know we're going to cover Son of Dracula. You haven't watched that yet. So I literally have a note like going, bring this up. Now, <laughs> it was going to be way more relevant uh, time-wise had we yeah, done it. Yeah, it been a while. But like, I'm sitting there during that mini-bin recording just going, oh, wait till we record that <laughs> podcast you episode because – you know, you're right here. You're just saying that's a cool idea. The sun, the name backwards, and you pitched it for Rambo without knowing. It's so, gonna know there was a writer in the '40s that was as stupid as I am. <laughs> but now I can't oh. think of anything. I every time Rambo comes up, I think Obmar. <laughs> oh man, Sergeant so, Obmar. Yeah. Like so. It. Anyways, yeah. That's uh. Oh god. But it's a great note. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, you have we we get to name ourselves uh um we're in this little studio thing where where we're on video and and we name ourselves I named myself <laughs> Alufart uh, <laughs> and uh Matt named himself I guess you just say Tam if it's a silent second T. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, a good question. Uh I, I I maybe yeah, Tatum? Tam? <laughs> Anyways, guess what? It's Matt spelled backwards. C M A T. Um, and uh, much oh, like God. much like Alucard, um, I'm really just a con man. I don't think I'm, you know, like, yeah, I'm not really who you think I am. <laughs> like yeah, he, I, <laughs> he could have gone so many options. He really could have mixed it up just to be able to hide his identity. Uh, he made it like it's like he left cookie crumbs on purpose. It's almost like a serial yeah. killer wants that wants to get caught. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's the Riddler, doing? right? It's it's it, it's um, you know, the, the Riddler's biggest thrill is to be caught. Yes. <laughs> like yeah, and he, he always keeps getting denied it. But like in this case, I really really think this this whole movie now um. And it really came to me when, like, I was watching it this time that I'm like, this is just a big grift. Like, it's one long con. Yep. This, because, and then that explains everything. Because right off the bat, it needs to be said, he, Lanche Jr. is, yeah, Count Alucard. He's some kind of European royal. Does he even attempt to not? <laughs> Did he, he doesn't, like, his, he just talks like he, he talks like Lon Chaney Jr. talks. There's no, there's no even hint that he's like European or whatever. I'm like, no, he sounds. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm guessing Lon Ch uh, Chaney is. Uh, it's just a normal voice. Just a normal. He has a he, normal voice. <laughs> so this okay. So he where's can't, he from? 
Well, exactly. Wait, like, oh, the actor? Actual, actual actor. I'm kind of curious where he's from. Uh, he was born. I think he was born in Hollywood. But... Oh, yeah, San, uh, San Clemente. Yeah. No, he's American. Yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't use a voice at all. No, no he's not, not even trying. No. So like, supposedly Hi. this this <laughs> European nobleman who shows up to move here. Yeah, in remember, his 40s with, or something. Or he's probably right. been alive for like, who knows how long. But With still. no luggage, save for a couple things, which means like, dude's not rich. <laughs> like, like everything no. is a sign that this guy's conning you. Like, yeah, well, because it said that he's basically he met this woman named Catherine Caldwell, and she was kind of on a on a nice romantic trip with who was, you know, who her her fiance, you know, with her fiance. She met him. She fell in love with him. I guess in that short time, he got her into the dark arts. Yeah, what I'm guessing. This feels like one of those uh, like. you know, if you just start listening to heavy metal, you, next thing you know, you're like slitting goat throats. Like that's what, like it. This is okay. So, on one hand, we have the story of like the most inept yet kind of effective con man, and then on the other side of it, we have girl becoming goth. <laughs> like, yeah, like that's because that's what this movie is. It's like the nice girl that goes goth, and like it gets all into the moody like guy who wears a cape. Yeah, and she's kind of a con woman in her own, in her own right, and I don't mean a woman from Connecticut. I mean no. a straight up con person who, yeah, oh yeah. who's uh, she's very manipulative. And you could one could blame the dark arts, or one could blame that she grew up rich with uh, slaves. So it oh could be, yeah, it could be several different reasons. We're gonna meet some characters in this movie. Yeah, well, well, we are in the South in Louisiana, so they live yeah. in a plantation home, and they but do it have is set help. in what was then modern time, so nineteen forty three. This is not yes. a a, a period piece in that sense so when True. you do see some of the staff yes. um please know that was not <laughs> that was <laughs> those may have been original uh, original yeah, workers descendants of, yeah. descendants of original workers and uh yeah Ooh. it's 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 very it, it's one of those things that comes with these types oh, of yeah. films that take place in these uh scenarios but uh it's not you can never not notice it yeah. <laughs> you know like it's just there um but luckily for i i'll give for the 40s i'll give them credit not not a too much of caricature uh, no character they kind of just do their thing yeah exactly they're staff workers you know mercifully like the when they're on screen it's almost just like a a a cameo type thing right it's just passing but the downside to that is because it's not like really a full character they're just like okay let's get a yes ma'am you know like let's yeah, get just, just let's yes, let's get those very specific things that you're like which oh. probably isn't that far from the actual communication that was going on for the most oh, part for oh, unless 100 you you know for a, 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 except for a select few but yeah 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 there's imagine- no criticism how about this there's no in having the portraying this this is not portrayed critically right so yeah, yeah. this is like oh just no that's totally Totally fine that that dude seems to be like pulling a cart by himself. Um, <laughs> that shit look heavy as fuck. And then too. she's like, "Yeah, go find the other thing and like wa- wash the carriage or something." He's like, "You know," and it's like looks midnight. like he's dying. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like midnight. You're like, "Can you just let this guy go to sleep?" They're on the bayou, dude. There's like a bunch of mosquitoes and gators and all kinds. What's he gonna of snakes? wash it by candlelight? Like outside? Like there's Jeez. no like. It is wild, so. Though. 
But you know what? They kind of win in the end because um, as soon as Dracula gets involved in this whole thing, they uh, they mentioned that all the help took off. Yeah, they leave. <laughs> They're like, what is it? Which, you know, was supposed to be like said as like, see how superstitious and like frightened yes. they are. Whereas like it reads as like they were the smartest people in this movie. They're yeah. like, they're like, wait, that European count doesn't have an accent. He's not even trying. Yes. Let's just leave. Like, he's, like, also, <laughs> he's also never blinking. So they're like, yeah, I don't trust this motherfucker. Fuck this dude. Pretty sure he brought no baggage because uh, he's just trying to move in. <laughs> like, yes. like he he's going to be crashing on the couch. <laughs> and like, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, nah, screw that shit. We're not de- messing with yeah. this guy. But basically, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do like the very where you're reminded that this is uh 1940, whatever. 19, I think 43 or whatever. Yeah. Um, when uh, she goes. So uh, they call her Catherine, but she's there. The nickname K. they give her is K. Yeah. But uh, I'll just say K because it's easier. But K goes to see. um She's into like telepathy and metaphysics and stuff. And she goes to see like an old fortune teller or something like that, or some old Kulandera or something or right. Who they, who she allows to live on their property. Like yes. it seems like, so this is the, like, this has basically become her spiritual advisor since her, you know, goth becoming, you know, <laughs> who, but by she the doesn't way, allow this lady to like live in the house. I was going to say, she keeps her like in a, in <laughs> in a, a fucking shack. shack from evil dead. Yeah. <laughs> this is like we're seeing the blair witch prequel she's making like the stick things like out there like you're fine bro like what are you doing Kay? Jeez. it's like if you rely on her and you yes like mm-hmm. at this moment her dad's alive but like it seems like she's pretty much got the run of the place yeah. like every keep... witch begins with k <laughs> <laughs> but like keep your like advisor closer to you like that's gonna help you right like i just yeah, yeah i love that or what's it say about you? Your your spiritual advisor looks at living with you in a like opulent um, plantation house or plantation mansion, and she looks at her shack and goes, "I'll take the shack." <laughs> like uh, that says yeah. about you. Also, what kind of weird fortune teller witch lady gets a gets scared of a bat? Because she gets yeah. so does the bat. She sees this bat. She's telling her. Bad shit is happening. I see your family dead. You need to get, don't you need trust to get this guy. He's not who he says he is. Yeah, she does her job. To be honest, yeah. But, but man, the 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 count turns into a bat. Which, by the way, looks like a Muppet type bat. Oh, like it looks like it would great. be a bat in a Muppet show. Yeah. and uh, I love it too. I thought they worked with what they could, and yep. I thought the motion of the wings were pretty decent. You know, yeah. It's just no. hilarious the first time you see it. Well. Because like, yeah, the bat is like squeaking and it's rubber and it's like bouncing. It almost as sounds flo- cute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this old woman who you think has seen it all, right? Like she's envisioning, and like yeah, oh, yeah, she's just like has a heart. <laughs> like they say, she just had a heart attack. So we're supposed to believe that Dracula caused it, but really, it looks like she just. <laughs> Maybe she's like Ace Ventura. She loves all these different animals except bats. Bats yeah. just are not her thing. Yeah. But it killed yeah. her. It just gave her a heart attack. She was old and decrepit, and she that's definitely true. was living in right. a swamp shack. So, that's <laughs> I just remember at some point, her fiance is is telling her, "Why do you go to see that swamp cat with a cabin full of dried lizards and stuff?" Yeah, <laughs> swamp, swamp cat, cat is awesome. Dude. Yeah. I'm so gonna use that to insult somebody that pisses oh. me off. 
goddamn swamp cat if you know any okay there you go that's the that's the, the new name for uh horrible women in um florida there Hell we go yeah, you're a terrible <laughs> woman and you're in florida you're a swamp cat i'm sorry that might be my next band name dude fuck swamp, it dude swamp cat that is definitely not taken yet i highly doubt it no i mean because <sighs> i would think like swamp dog maybe is a, a, a saying i've heard but like you're right but what yeah what cats <laughs> yeah yeah so, i mean the cats don't even like to get wet they definitely wouldn't like the swamp it's even oh, yeah. grosser yeah they would hate it so um i was i have a podcast you a specific question which is yes sir so she leaves the okay she leaves the party to go but like we've seen the establishing shot of this fancy ball that they're having right yes is so is this the most rich white movie ever on the podcast, yo, like, do you think in this you're seeing a, a bunch of really rich white people with slaves, essentially, mm-hmm. on in a on a plantation? Like, I think my I name mean, Godfrey gets. My name Godfrey is another movie that yeah. like, about a homeless person that ends up getting involved with a super super rich family. Right. I would say they're they're equivalent, but except my man Godfrey, I think takes place in New York, and they didn't have as much of quote-unquote help right. around so this being southern i gotta say i think this might take the rich white cake <laughs> well, you just see this like because we go from like a shot of like a just a, a caricature of like you know a slave essentially to like just oh hey like the judge and the doctor are here the town's yes. judge like oh, it's like it's that kind cl- like why why is this even happening like i don't even know if do we even get a re? Oh no! It was, I thought it was because the count a- was coming. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, it was to welcome. They were going to welcome. Yes, they're going to welcome to the community. <laughs> yeah, he fucking he leaves well, him he hanging because he's busy bit, killing but, a witch. But uh, I love it. Like they're throwing to him this whole party. It's night. He could show up. Yeah, like it's yeah, not, what, it's not what like was... they started it during. It's not like they had a brunch and then he was like, "Well, I'm never going to be able to show up to that." Like. He could have showed up and then made friends with everyone, then just killed her dad after the party. But instead, he right he just couldn't help himself. Right. He may have been thirsty after the trip. I don't know. But he right away kills Kay's dad because he's like, as soon as I kill this guy, because like we just said, he's poor as fuck. These guys. Got yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, if there was a the Dracula house. family fortune, it is gone. That's it's been <laughs> depleted, dude. <laughs> So what all he's got is two trunks, they talk they say, and based in the clothes he's wearing. That's mm-hmm. what he brings. So you should interpret that as that's what's left of the Dracula fortune. Yeah, he's got a like change a coup- of clothes. <laughs> he's got like a dollar Some general dirt. coupon in his in his, yeah. in his grave. <laughs> so so yes. If if you're not gonna think that the son of Dracula, when when you when someone asks you what it's about, it's like um a broke former like broke former royalty trying to like con his way into like owning a plantation like that yeah, he's, he's that's like um, he's almost like the son of like a really famous actor that like gave him everything and then yeah. he tried acting and it just he just failed miserably he got right. into drugs <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah he's one of the like i don't know he's like a baldwin or something i don't know he's one of those okay out there. you know yeah it, it's what you just what and what, what the other thing that is really funny about this, when you sit there and think about it, 
we rely on the name of the movie to establish that like he's a descendant of yes dracula yes so there's nothing in the movie that doesn't say that we're supposed to just believe that this is just legit the count dracula like right like this like so it it cracks me up because it sounds like it's another guy who's just like showing up and just trying to pass himself off as someone yeah you know like i is he Dracula Jr.? Or is he was never the son of Dracula in the first place. I, that's confused me a little bit because I thought well, they just called so, it that because he's a different. He's not L- L- Lugosi or whatever his name is. Um, right. So you had it right the first time. <laughs> okay. Not Lagool. Not Laguli, but that's actually a pretty cool name for. Uh, I think I said Labooby. Oh, okay. Well, it's definitely not that one either. <laughs> that's a, that's boobs in French. No. Oh yeah. No. Labooby. Oh wait, I guess that's Italian. Never mind. Boobus Karloff. But uh that's my Fortnite username. Perfect. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um so yeah, there's nothing in the story. So I think that says this is the son of Dracula. Like we we take the movie's title at its word. Yes. But they're basically presenting this as if he is just Count Dracula. There's not really um so the idea like I and this is, could be where Konami dis- needed some credit because they're the only ones, maybe maybe the only ones or the first ones to expressly tie Alucard as being the son of Dracula to the the legend. This have movie, you seen, have you seen the seventies one? The uh, with the son of uh, Dracula from like nineteen. No, I haven't. I didn't even realize. I, I mean, I I saw the list seventy four. It's apparently a musical as well, and it's only oh. 90 minutes. We might need to pop into this one. That would one. be interesting. It has Ringo Starr in it. <laughs> it has Ringo Starr. Oh, boy. That's going to be a disaster. <laughs> it sounds like fun, dude. We might need to throw this one in, too. And I swear to God, I think the Dracula in this one also has a mustache. So we might be working with something here. Harry Nilsson is the son of Dracula? That might work, bro. And Ringo Starr is Merlin the Magician. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, we definitely, we got to dig into the that The first one, rock and roll Dracula movie. That sounds like a fever dream, bro. And it says seven hit songs that we'll never forget. And I mm, don't. I'm I, sure. They list the names of the songs, and I don't know one of them. So, that may, yeah, that, that, that might wild. just be weird enough. That that's if it's, be. if it's set on a plantation, too, that's even hilarious. Oh, More hilarious. man. Might be, might be. Um, uh, okay, well, back to this movie. We'll yeah. talk about that one at some other point. But yeah. Oh my god. Um, I, a little note that I have here that's kind of weird that I, I think very few people actually think this is funny at all. But I'm not sure if you've ever heard of this. This, um, I guess there's sort of a pop Latin Tejano type band or cumbia band called the Cumbia Kings. Have you ever heard of them, Matt? I don't know. So you know how like every like hip-hop artists or like some artists they have like a calling card like you know little little john had like yeah or whatever yeah. okay well gumbia kings they had this fake bird noise where they go ah, ah like that right <laughs> yep all the birds when they're walking around in the dark that's the way they sound and i just was waiting for the gumbia kings to start, <laughs> start that going. would be okay that's a that's an edit you need to do like you <laughs> put up on youtube as like uh like make a music video of their music, but to scenes from this, you know. Oh, it <laughs> might be a cool music video. That actually might be kind of funny. 
Uh, yeah, uh, one of the singers um, and producers, and I think songwriters for the band is the um, the brother of Selena, the famous Tejano singer. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's how he. His name's AB, I think, and he um, he was definitely riding on that coattail. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So we 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 get back to Dracula, who constantly looks like he just sharded, but doesn't want oh. anyone to know what happened. It is so. He has such a weird face throughout the. I can't yeah. tell if he's drunk or just doesn't care, um, or he just doesn't know how yeah, to act. He doesn't drunk. seem he's charming drunk for again. sure. Like he's I just guarantee. Not charming. No, and that's even better because in this, I feel like more than most of the early Dracula movies, like sometimes you're supposed to see him kind of like charm a woman, you know, cast her under his spell, but like. They try that so much in this movie, and it works within the movie. Yeah. But from the audience perspective, you're like, this guy is the guy that is drunk trying to pretend like he's sober of acting. Like, it's just, you know, like, because that's his whole performance is if you imagine, like, you really drunk and then doing the, like, the, oh, wait, hold on, you know, and you have to be composed and, like, with it. So you're acting like you're not drunk. Mm. that's him that's him in this movie mm. i mean speaking of getting really drunk and pretending i'm not that drunk i'm gonna go grab a beer you give me a, give me a minute really quick yeah hot hot shot hot shot grab hot shot hot shot hey hot shot grab a beer okay Okay, okay. And also, notice I didn't ask you um, anything about New Year's resolutions because that's yep, a bunch nope. of horseshit. Yeah, I, I do not make them. No. And when people ask me, I want to, at this point in my life, because so many people have asked me throughout yeah. the years, I just, I just want to punch them in the throat. But I don't because. You know, I don't want to get, you know, in trouble and stuff. Because that was your New Year's resolution, not to punch people in the throat that asked yes. you about it. So. It's got to stop at some point. Yeah. <laughs> can only get away with that for so long. You're hoping to end the madness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you man. know what? People will stop asking you that if, um, like, year after year, if one by one, when someone asks you that, you say, my New Year's resolu- resolution is to not punch you in the throat. <laughs> They won't ask you next year. So that's yeah, he's, he's wild, you know. So yeah, I mean that's a, that's another way to kind of curve. Yeah. Or you could say to continue doing something. You'd be like, yeah, my resolution is to not stop punching people in the throat on right. a monthly basis. Yes. Um, but you know, when I did, I know I did earlier say something about like, hey, the performances are actually not that bad. I guess Dracula's Lon Chaney's is probably the weakest. He it is. Um, but he's doing his it's his interpretation of the character right it's just not the best one is all. again all it would take really all like to i feel like what what goes against him is the fact that they have cast him as a U- european royalty and then given him zero direction or he was unwilling to yeah act as such right so had they just said this is a uh uh a really wealthy um i don't know like coal mine you know someone from like a, a a rich family of coal miners out in the east yeah because that could still be 
who Dracula bites everyone. So he could have a, he could have been someone that was on a ship and then they came. Yeah. So like, so him being the son or some descendant, it works fine. And then I think instantly if you not questioning why he doesn't have an accent the whole time might make you take his performance more seriously. But without that, it looks like either they didn't care or he didn't care. And that's not like it would have, it it only takes like one, like, first of all, it bummed me out that he didn't have some sort of like, I like it when these kind of characters have like a, uh, I forget what they call it. Whenever a vampire has like a, it's like, it's like a helper that wants to one day, a familiar. Yeah. Familiar. Uh, It would have been like a Renfield in this. Yes. Yeah. It would have been cool if he had someone like that. And he's like, yeah, yeah. We're heading there soon, <laughs> and, uh, and then he's like, <laughs> "Man, they're they're really employing lots of." Maybe this is more progressive than I thought. Actually, I didn't know their <laughs> staff still had. But like, no, he's like with Dracula. He's like, "We're heading there soon, master." Right. Like, what what shall we do once we arrive at the bayou? And he goes, "Yeah, I." Um, I will get rid of my accent and fit more with the people of Louisiana. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, right? And he's like, I'll talk like this now. Yeah, because <laughs> he okay. like he uses his powers, like change his voice because he's a monster. Per- he's he's dead. Yeah. Like, he can do whatever he wants. Right. Exactly. He doesn't have Just, to sound like that. And this is actually the second time <laughs> that that Universal monster, like Universal, has done this. So it makes me think it's them doing this to Lon Chaney Jr. because. In the Wolfman, it all takes place in England. Yep. Um, he's the son of like really wealthy English family. Claude Rains, who you know voiced the Invisible Man, was in Casablanca. You know, so Claude Rains, super British dude, is is launch engineer's dad in that. <laughs> and really, yeah. And and <laughs> this is a story about launch Jr., son of like really wealthy family. Basically, hunt. He, he's basically supposed to be like the Hunter Biden, where he's yeah. the screw up that like is only now like in line to be like inheriting the wealth because the the good older brother passed away, right? So yeah, okay. In the Wolfman, at least they do one line of dialogue that basically says that when he was younger, he went to America to get away from this family. He lived there forever, and now he's only returning. So. There, that covers it. Why does he just sound like Lon Chaney Jr. like in England? Because he was in America. I don't know. Whatever. At least yeah, they he tried. really took in the culture. <laughs> yeah. So the the Meanwhile, problem I have, I have Australian friends that have been here for like ten years. Oh they yeah. Still they still sound like Crockett. <laughs> like right. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, but you're right though. That is something. That's something. that is something. He could have picked it up, and you just wanted not to speak Hungarian or Transylvanian or whatever. It's kind of right. like a Hungarian accent or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Which, by the way, we do get a Hungarian in this film. Uh, we but. do. How how? What kind of luck is that? Where he, where the doctor is so curious about this name that he saw, he spells it backwards. He sees this Dracula. He, for some reason, knows about this lore of this <laughs> this right person, and he reaches out to this doctor who's a Hungarian from Memphis, I think. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> which is he's awesome. out of like. Yeah, but yeah, he's First definitely generation. out of like uh <laughs> right off well, the boat. what would you say? Um uh like yeah, Romania, Tennessee. I don't know, like <laughs> where's he from? Because <laughs> yes, this guy is a cartoon character. Oh, uh, he's he's my favorite though, just because he brings a little something, a little spice to the movie. Jeez, I was falling asleep until he came through. 
It's per, yeah, Professor Laszlo. So this is not Laszlo. again. So here's your other thing. This is not Van Helsing. It's Van He's Helsing here. in every other way, but you're, yes. you're not dealing with a Van Helsing. So that leads you to believe that the, yes, this is literally a descendant of Dracula, not just Dracula. Yes. Again, so whole different guy who happened to like do research into that and and obviously he's from the area so he knew all about the lore and he happens to sell this to the doctor who is a doctor who is very obviously a skeptic but he quickly gets more and more suspicious because after Kay's father dies and they go in they out of curiosity they go into his stuff there's nothing in there right he brought he didn't this, bring is where, this is where it's that he brought two trunks he brought you're two. like the yeah. big royalty yeah yeah sure he did like this is it i don't know if that's something they cover in this film but i know i've seen i think i think it was that really silly dracula movie with uh james wood where he has to travel with his home soil or something sure. like yeah that. yeah so they did yeah because the they, one of the guys said, like, yeah, well, the, he brought two trunks. One of them was just full of a bunch of dirt. That's okay. <laughs> They're like, so sure I didn't miss that. Yeah, that's right. right. But also, again, everything that what they should be thinking at this point is this man is conning us. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing has really led to him being a vampire from the perspective of. But like, he's the definitely doctor. not who he is. Even no. the fiance did some research. Is like, yeah, there's no fucking whatever the fuck. Al Al Yucart. Right. Al Yucart. Yes, there's not one out there, so I don't know what this who this motherfucker is. He's not, he's not known, and obviously he wouldn't be that recognizable because he's out killing people. So he's not running for mayor of Transylvania, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. I mean, usually the people that actually see him don't live to report it. Like exactly, you know. But which is why it's probably smart for them to kill children because I feel like kids are. Um, they're they're there's they're usually going to be kind of out running about and, and the witnesses may be just other kids and they're not no one's going to believe them right <laughs> yeah it's except that th- it is he does also, kill a kid in this movie <laughs> oh yeah yeah Fucked well up, i mean dude. that was like the in the um in the original novel dracula there's a really horrible scene where like jonathan harker is trapped in castle dracula and he looks out like from like his like tower window and he sees dracula scaling back up the uh side of the castle he's got like basically a brown paper bag with a baby in it oh god and like harker's like i can just hear the baby screaming as he's climbing and it's like dude dracula brought home a bag (laughs) like dinner he was like like, he got takeout and brought it back that was and i just really was like like it's always stuck with me (laughs) i went to babies r us (laughs) <laughs> yeah, bro. I got like a brown bait, brown paper bag baby. <laughs> yeah, I got a brown paper bag baby, dude. I asked for extra ketchup. They forgot. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> always just been so inherently funny because it's like, yeah, one thing like Dracula leaves his castle, goes, kills, comes back. But like the idea that like he yeah. felt the need to bring the game at home, it's just. He's got to get the baby to go. You know, he doesn't yeah. have time, dude. He doesn't have time to be maybe, maybe the baby's mom and dad were his, like, main course, and this is the doggy bag. This is, he like, was kind of full. He couldn't finish this. He's like, oh, family of four, too much. I'm going to die. <laughs> wow. Okay, so now everything, like, KFC and restaurant like that, that <laughs> offers a family meal. That's going to have a whole different meaning <laughs> to me. What, do you cater to vampires? <laughs> Why did I start with the dog? What a waste of time. <laughs> 
Oh, there needs to be another comedy Dracula movie because that is fucking hilarious. That's, yeah. <laughs> we would have to, I don't think that would ever get released. Uh, they would never be on in a movie theater. That's oh, direct. That, yeah, that is streaming. That's yeah. direct to Tubi, actually. It's only yeah. going to be in Tubi. Yeah. It's like a, we hit the Tubi exclusives level. <laughs> Not a. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have my friend Mike Justice direct it. It'll be great. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, we, we'll figure this out. You could be the writer. Yeah. <laughs> you could be Dracula. <laughs> I do have quite sharp teeth naturally. Might not even need the special effects. Right, there we go. There we go. Oh, God, man. This has been fun. Uh, this movie's great. I'm loving it more and more. <laughs> well, again, it's one of those things where it's just one of those movies. Like, you can look at it so many different ways. Like, again, girl becomes goth or broke, like, you know, yes. basically, like <laughs> the Dracula. <laughs> broke Dracula shows up and like basically he's basically trying to w- marry the wealthy, like like yeah, he's widow. trying to start all over. Yeah, yeah. He wants, why he wants to start a, a bigger line city? I don't know. Later in this movie, that's that someone says the count has left his home country for a younger, more virile country. This it is also sense. about like this is about a guy that's broke. And is like trying to like get rid of his old wife and now getting a younger rich wife. It's like, yeah, yeah. This is his sort of his. Uh, he's having a midlife crisis here. Yeah, he's like, hey, I gotta, I gotta freshen shit up. I need to get a new broad. She's young. She's pretty. She's rich. She lives in a country full of fucking stupid a bunch of Americans, and I can eat all day. <laughs> There's so many of them. I need it's a new place great. to live. Yeah, he, he needs some new. Castle digs. got repossessed. <laughs> Yeah, I know. He, he goes up to his castle. Oh no! Right, he goes up there, and it's like Doctor Frankenstein's in there. He goes, "Look, my place now." Sorry. Yeah. Oh, evicting shit, Dracula. Yeah, evicting Dracula. That guess that be like, the name of the movie. That would yeah, be the evic- name of our movie. Evicting Dracula. That's why he ends up in America trying to like find like a like a, a wealthy dowager or a widow to, to marry and like murder for her money and become. Oh. I'm telling you, it writes itself. It really does. It really <laughs> does because it's just the it's it's. This is a lifetime. It, that's the other way to look at it. This is like one of those like when Lifetime would do thrillers, and it would be like you know, oh, yeah. uh, like stalked by a prince, and it's like you know, guy that's like <laughs> trying to get a woman's money. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah, it's really what it is. He's a real piece of shit. But Kay's also kind of a piece of shit, as we learned. But. Yeah. Uh, I do love their rendezvous though, because after all this happens, I, she barely cares, cares that her dad died. She gets, oh. she gets uh, quite a lot from. Uh, by the way, the guy that plays the judge, I knew. I think he said two lines, and I was like, "Oh my god, I recognize that voice." That's the that's Mister Bailey, the dad of uh, George Bailey, and oh, it's a wonderful yeah. life. Um, I think Samuel yeah. Hines or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's Judge he's Simmons. Awesome. Right. He has such yeah. a good yeah, Judge Simmons. He has such a cool voice. And I was like, oh, my God. And I just finished watching It's a Wonderful Life because we like once again, this is uh, this is uh, Halloween during New Year's. And so I was watching yeah. it, uh, recently and I was like, oh, my God, I know that voice. So he does a great job. He doesn't have a lot to do here, but he he's obviously right. close to the family and he lets us know that that case getting quite a bit. Um, she's going to own the home without needing any any help because the help well, is gone. But right. she doesn't want them around anyway. So yeah. and she did something where like she the will was changed at like the last minute or something. Right. Cause the, she, one thing to be said is she has, she has a sister. Um, She does. 
that are like um who is like the well it's evil and anchors yeah claire even evil and anchors is the actress but like she's supposed to be like the normal of the two sisters right like she's a little prettier in my opinion but yeah yeah Yeah, i don't actually i had to pick one i don't know you you like you like uh, (laughs) louise al um that that albritton albritton yeah no she she was she didn't i don't think she was in many movies but like she she's got the the kind of femme fatale vamp like not like literal like vampire but like the the kind of like dangerous woman of the time down yeah 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 and actually that's the other thing to say this is almost as close to like crime noir dracula as you're gonna get it's think about the plot it's you know a, a phony you know an imposter murdering you know someone moving in taking over you've got like the spurn lover it's it, this is a crime noir story yeah it really is um and the director of this movie did uh the uh one of the more famous crime noirs of all time the spiral staircase so it makes sense like you see his um like he probably got hired on and was like okay i i made this kind of movie yeah it's got yeah. dracula in it but that's that's it like otherwise it's it's like a got uh southern gothic noir yeah noir. southern gothic noir yeah with the with a couple of twists and turns and you know you think one person's great and then you find out they're not so great and the guy that yeah. you thought was great because you automatically think the fiance is kind of a shithole guy like just kind of yeah. a piece of crap but he's actually a pretty decent dude yeah but see you know i i think i think at the time this was the likable guy right like in these yeah. like he a was realistic you know, one he's realistic he's he's you know he's intelligent he's yeah re- like he's gonna get shit done he's you know on top of everything he's probably wealthy yada you know it's like th- yeah this definitely was- it's like that that's kind of the ideal thing that a family wants is like right you, know, you want uh these two wealthy people to come together and they continue the empire or whatever and um i, I about that but i i've seen it in films no but but see that is i mean that's the other thing right like not only is he good you know the fiance is presented to us is like gonna like you know he's gonna de-goth you know his fiance like he's gonna yeah. stop make her stop being weird and that's supposed to be like admirable <laughs> true yeah he's just trying yeah he's trying to help the but to the yeah us now that makes him kind of seem like a jerk so it's like yeah. We don't. I don't think we can read his character the same as the audiences did when this came out. You sure, know? you're right. You're right. Um, uh, yeah, I think they were. I think the audience would have automatically been suspicious or like, "All right, she's doing her thing," you know. Yeah, <laughs> we all got our hobbies. Yeah, she, she likes to ask weird old ladies like, "What's her fortune and stuff?" So, uh, right again, she went to one like you know Cure concert and suddenly like you know it's all changed it all changed blonde yeah. hair because blonde hair went black you know i mean exactly it, this is this is at the begin. this is ali sheedy at the beginning of breakfast club right like that's <laughs> that's what this girl this one is and then we got molly ringwald the sister <laughs> like exactly yes i love me some molly ringwald and Andrew but he kind of looks like the fiance so there we go yeah a little bit a little bit uh but it does it does make me it does <laughs> One of the things I kind of laughed at right away was first I chuckled a little bit at the bat killing uh, when the bat kills the fortune teller. But then I also giggled a little bit because they meet at a swamp. The first time we get to see them meet each other because she doesn't see him when he goes to the house and um, kills her dad. Right. (laughs) Uh, But after he after he ditched her party, killed her dad, they 
they hook he makes her hook up in a swamp at a swamp and he floats so slowly across yeah. it's and he doesn't he's just staring at her and he's floating it's yoda yeah, walking across him. the swamp <laughs> where they're like wherever yoda was that, the, yeah they're he, dagobah that's where they're they are dagobah. <laughs> and, yeah uh, <laughs> he's yeah he's walking like jesus like on on a, across a swamp which he really is is a cool you know i mean there's a couple good effects in this like it's not bad yeah it's not bad overall but then it's weird that it's like it's like you know they had to have spent like all of their budget on like the couple good effects and that's how we end up with squeaky bad on a string like because they couldn't do that one but we get a full body transformation of dracula from bat to him and it's the classic like it's cartoon camera magic but the um it's pretty seamless actually i mean yeah for what this is and that might be the first time that was done because you never saw that obviously before yeah it's pretty cool i did know i did take note of those little things that i i thought that the film did a pretty good job with and i just thought this took so long but i think at the time this was so special to like see a guy looking like he's floating over a swamp that they're like, we're going to fucking use as much footage as we get. I mean, this this is bullet time for the first time. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, Oh, this just hadn't been done. So yeah, it's a nice, it's a lingering, it's supposed to be the terrifying, but kind of exciting shot of the movie. Yeah. (laughs) But it gets really undermined when Dracula rides shotgun. (laughs) Like (laughs) He's like, we must go. Because they get in uh, her car and he makes her drive. This guy is seriously, he's a guy that comes and crashes on your like mom's couch and like won't like, I don't know. It's like he's, this guy is a slacker Dracula. He's like the loser <laughs> musician that your girlfriend leaves you for. That's and he's right. like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's got he, no fucking money, but he's, I guess, handsome to her. <laughs> he made her come pick him up in a swamp at night yeah like it's just after he'd been at their house he could have just stayed it's yeah. like it's dirtbag dracula that's it it's it just... dirtbag dracula dude like maybe that's the other name that'll be the sequel dirt, yeah dirt, dirtbag dracula dracula returns as a dirtbag uh so he he goes across they meet they take off but her fiance who followed her sees them take off so now he's like oh what the hell's going on he eventually finds them at her house, I believe. Yeah. After they go into town and I think find the judge or something. Yeah, they get married. They, yeah, they, they force they, the yeah. judge to marry him. Because he has these like sort of force powers where mind yeah, control power. It's yeah, like a little bit of hypnotism or like the yeah, yeah. charisma. Like he he does it. That's how he comes into the house for the first time in this That's movie. That's true. Where he makes he the just because that door guy was not gonna let him in. No, he initially wasn't. he was like, "Oh fuck this guy." I mean, first of all, someone's dead upstairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Second of all, I don't trust your ass. Yeah, and then yeah, he just says it again, like I'm here to see you. But he says it in just a like a louder voice, which I don't know if like how that's hypnotizing. Usually, I thought it was a little quieter. That's but true. Like, they didn't really. He's like, I, I would like to enter. They could have used a quick sound cue, just a little just something. <laughs> Right or something, you know, just to show he's using it because yeah. all you—he hardly blinks in the first place. His eyes are as squinty as my dad's were. He right. looks like the eyes. Well, up, it's because it's my dad's so like dilated that. from the booze that he's trying to like. <laughs> I mean, like, my dad as well. <laughs> uh, it's just that's just the value card again. This guy is a dirt bag. Like he is 
just drunk. He's trying to be sober. That's why he's talking a little too loud. Oh, good. Yeah, and he just doesn't have very um, his eyes don't do a lot. He's not. Just, yeah, no. Bella Lugosi's eyes were like striking. Like yes, they, they create a they help with the character. Well, you don't have to say much, you know. Right? This guy's just, he's just got dopey American eyes, and I will say that it sounds like a real criticism. It's not because that's one of the things that works so well if you watch The Wolfman. Like that's my older brother said that if he's great as the Wolfman, all the reasons you don't like him in this because I was we talked about yeah. it. He's like, all the reasons you don't like him in this movie is what makes him great in the Wolfman. Right, exactly. And his eyes in the Wolfman are big, you know, and sympathetic despite how monstrous he is. That works there, but here that doesn't work because it's you know you want Dracula staring daggers in you, not looking like he's gonna nod off. Like and he also is kind of. Um, and I hate to say, I'm not trying to body shame Dracula here, but I, I, I feel like of, he should be a slightly more slimmer guy, you know, more sleek yeah. looking. And he's kind of dad bodish, a little, yeah. he's a little past his prime. Right, exactly. And it's a lot of meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. A lot of red meat going on. Look, Dracula, it's a lot diet. of red meat and calling waitresses honey. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. that's like, that's what Dracula's doing. Yeah. As Cheney was really living the life at this point. He was just knocking them down and eating nothing but steak every day. He like at, at this era at universal, he was like King. He's the guy who played every one of the major monsters. Yeah. He, he was the Frankenstein monster. He's Dracula here. He was the Wolfman, obviously. And he, he played the mummy several times. Yeah. So like, you know, they loved him. Yeah, this guy just got the same gig over and over again. So it was perfect. Yeah, so of course on Son of Dracula, this guy's just tanked and just like. Yeah, why not, know. right? Yeah, the, the paycheck's still going to be in the bank. Well, and this is also like he had no choice. He would be under contract because. Um, That's true. I didn't Claire, think about that. The, uh, the character of Claire, uh, mm -hmm. Evelyn Anchors, um, was Lon Chaney Jr.'s co-star in Wolfman. The love interest, like the the one that he kills, you know, tragically, and uh, yeah. you know all the all that stuff. They hated each other, like actively. They hated each other, and Universal wow. just kept putting them in the movies together. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great in this one because this is the first time in the movie, like in a movie, she gets to kind of like express her disgust because she's the one that is like knows there's something wrong with Alucard mm -hmm. and stuff. So anytime she's like staring daggers at him, it's because legit she hated him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so man. Well, I guess we'll just uh hi we'll just cast one of Max girlfriends to be in the film that there we you made. Go. Yeah, that will work great. There's uh quite a bit we could pick from. So from there <laughs> we go from there that's when Frank the fiance it's you know, every one of these movies has to have a tragedy. So he yeah. This guy crumbles fast, though. Like oh, I don't think he this falls guy... apart. Like he was not ready. No, no, no. This is a guy that like something was going to set him off. Maybe it wasn't yeah. this exactly, but like it he he devolves because you think he's you know he's the younger like strapping kind of bland dude. This is the leading man. This is the not squirrely little weird judge. You know, like this is the <laughs> hero. This guy just. I mean, I, isn't he like shirtless and like crying half this movie? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The, I don't, the, I don't second know half sure, of this but... film, he is uh, quite in. He becomes. He, he, you're right. He has this certain air of himself early on in the film where you're like, oh, this guy's a debonair. He's gonna. Yeah. 
he's going to be he has courage and strength and then the the second half of the movie they really fucking simp him up he's just yeah. like a, <laughs> he's a wreck he's um, a complete emotional wreck yes and, and now to be fair they did he did meet at when he first met alucard was when he found out that his fiance just married him so like yes he was pretty fired up yeah but again and he already knew she was interested in him yeah they're engaged and he already knows that she's got her eye on a different yeah didn't he guy. say something like oh i just figured you're just going through a phase <laughs> like, yeah he says like ah, yeah whatever that he's I actually know pretty you. open about it. i think it's one of those ah she's got to you know she, she I, she knows she has to marry me because I come from money and right. this works. This works on paper. Like this is gonna work. Yep. And you're just you're in you're in love with this uh, Transylvanian hobo, but <laughs> you'll move on. <laughs> that, that that's my that's my new favorite. That's what I'm gonna call this movie from now on. That's what I've been looking for this whole time. <laughs> because that's what he is. I I I can't. I can't get over how much watching it this last time was like, cause, and I don't know if it's just talking to like Yobo so much where he's always like, you know, the Yobo grift. Like it's like the, everything, you know, he sees the world as like these potential scams. And mm-hmm. suddenly it was like, this is Yobo the vampire. Like that's what is <laughs> happening here. Right. Like this guy has found a scam and he's working it. So like all of these moments with like the, the desperate Frank uh, hero falling apart, like, I'm just laughing it because it's like it's a scam. The whole movie, <laughs> Count Yobo. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's Count Count, Count Yobo the hobo. Like I it's just Count, like, Count Yobo the hobo is what they call me. I'm from Queens. <laughs> <laughs> there was a vampire in Brooklyn. Why not have a vampire in Queens? I they made it. It's this movie. It's just he just <laughs> he just vacations in the Bayou. <laughs> Went to the Bayou. Yeah, he just wanted. Get on a fucking fan boat or whatever the hell they're called. Um, <laughs> airboat. I may have said that wrong. I'm sorry. I'm not from the bayou. Give me a yeah. break. We don't have a lot of water here. We have a couple of lakes. But I do like so Frank freaks the fuck out. He gets his gun because I mean he can't stand it. I mean, the, yeah. the, he's getting thrown around like a goddamn rag doll over here. He brings out his gun, he starts shooting at him. It turns out in this one, the bullets don't penetrate him at all. It's almost like it, it's almost like instead of the undead, Dracula is just like a ghost person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He They pass through him just like he could phase out of reality. Yeah. Which is way cheaper than yeah, having to 100%. have like a, a, you know, like whatever you call those things. A squib or any squib, kind of yeah. like. Well, and you know, I guess there's no sometimes blood. he can turn into like a mist and kind of go in. But like. True. Like a so fucking maybe he just of... did that, but he just like kept himself really composed somehow true yeah he just sort of separated his neurons yeah like the flash he vibrated yeah, that's, fast. See, that's, a, that's what i was actually thinking of is that like what he did was he just moved to each bullet like just... so so fast and that, yeah yeah frank's eyes couldn't see it it just says, right. it was as if he was standing still every molecule is being controlled that's you know? pretty and... cool if you think about it that way that's pretty awesome dragon you know, was a little bit op and that, that yeah except that let me say the least likely uh, Dracula to do any running is going to be Lon Chaney Jr. Dracula. That's true. This guy does not run. He, he oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Dude he hardly floats walks. more than he does anything else. And that seems like a lazier version of walking. Yeah. And I, I wonder if sometimes they're like, okay, so in this scene, you're actually going to go, you're going to walk from here to over there. He's like, can you use the little puffy uh, Muppet bat? And they're like, all right, we got the Muppet bat. Yeah, he doesn't want to do the walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is not a. <laughs> This is a big kind of, he's like kind of an Ophi like 
he is slightly he's too he's tall but yeah you said he's too bulky not muscular but just there's too much like if you're a really tall vampire like a tall vampire should be like really weirdly emaciated but yet like intense looking like i this guy's just yeah he's soccer coach (laughs) he looks like the uncle that like throws the football too hard at you during thanksgiving you're like jesus christ dude like we're not i'm not trying to go professional here (laughs) like no no he's the he's got like a can of like ham's light like in his hand while he just yeah just tries to like dead you in the face with the football that's Um, that's them that's this that's this dracula he just he you're right does he that's why actually and i mentioned this to my brother that's why i really liked christopher lee as a count it was he wasn't dracula but it was like count no he was dracula he was it well he he did do uh he did a couple of dracula yeah hammer but and then he did some off-brand Dracula too. Some yes, yeah, so I have a couple of those off-brands on uh, on VHS. I haven't seen them, but it was one of those where I just had like a I just bought like a big old bundle of them. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he he does play a really good vampire because he yeah. he's tall. He's someone that seems charm because oh, he is. Yeah. Oh yes, charming and elegant, yet at the same time fierce and and intimidating. Yeah. Um, and, and Cheney is he, just intimidating because he yeah. just looks mean as fuck. But yeah. again, you know, if people can't, I, obviously people know who Lon Chaney Jr. is, but like the other thing that the thing that before the horror movies that made him most famous is he was, I think, the the most well-regarded on-screen Lenny from Of Mice and Men. So that oh, should tell perfect. you. Yeah. That should tell, I think he won or was nominated for an Academy Award. But again, think of what you know about like the portrayal of Lenny in like Lenny's size and like how he's kind of like, got just this gentle giant that like isn't so gentle sometimes because he's you know that doesn't, doesn't know translate. his own strength yeah that doesn't <laughs> translate to dracula but the problem is again lon Chaney jr is not playing it differently than he played lenny he's talking less about rabbits but he's almost <laughs> just playing lenny from you know so you're just waiting for someone to like pop him in the back of the head you know <laughs> sorry allergies everybody but yes yeah. that is like yes he is talking less about rabbits would be pretty funny though if, oh if one time he was just holding a rabbit he's like lenny finally got to pet the rabbits. i finally got to pet the rabbits yeah <laughs> uh but i could see why yeah i could see why he was good at playing some of those other uh monster characters i could see why he'd be a good mummy why he'd be a good uh, was he ever a frankenstein yeah or? yeah he, okay. he, he was i will tell you all listeners and matt have not seen a lot of those old classic yeah. monster movies. So I I didn't have my got broken up with and watched a shitload from fucking 10 to 3 a.m. Yeah, but, but I, don't know I what, need what to what do that. What high school does that, though? Like, True. That's, you're, there's that's, a you're weird a combination because it wasn't even like... <laughs> it's, it's just like the perfect me story. I, I feel like that's like one of those like things where you yeah. go like, that's an origin story kind of thing. Like, if yeah, you wonder true. how you end up like me, which not exciting but that was that's it like <laughs> well there's definitely got to be heartbreaking well let me tell you right. well, be at least again, a, touch, a... a touch of heartbreak to create you yeah just yeah, a little bit you know a little something something you know you you got to have that where you want to be isolated for a little while yeah heal up right but you're you're right because it's kind of like i do need to go back and watch those and maybe i'll just buy like the box set that you yeah. have yeah and just go through them and check them out and, and again 
You never know. I think it'll be they fun. Max, I mean, like they max out at like an hour, 17 minutes. Some exactly. barely hit an hour. So I was going to say, know, we've already passed the length of the film. We are in this recording. About 30, right about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're about nine minutes past it. Um, which, you know, happens from time to time. Yeah, but it's not bad, though. Like, I I, I feel like there's plenty to talk about. There's more to talk about it. Than the, and honestly, the movie feels longer than what it is. Oh, it totally it just, does. It, the pace, especially in the first half of it. Yeah. That first, I would say the first 30 to 40. Yeah. It's a little bit of a slog because you're kind of trying to figure things out. They're just giving you puzzle pieces. And then once the movie starts clicking, I would say like the la- the last like twenty minutes go by pretty quick because it, it's kind of just boom, boom, boom. There's more scenes, yeah. there's more cuts. Um, there's not as many just like people talking, right? So yeah, it gets it gets pretty damn good. I would say it's very close to like um a little bit like it's a wonderful life in the sense of like it's a wonderful life really kicks in once he you know gets with Clarence and tries to kill himself. Uh, yeah. so. <laughs> well, there were sometimes I feel like the uh, studios gave the audience a lot more credit or just didn't care um because some oh, there's a lot of older movies that like they have to get to their halfway point before like it really feels yeah. like it's picked up like i always think like i love arsenic and old lace with carrie you know carrie grant that's the one where like his aunts are like taken like homeless basically take in dirtbag draculas and then poison them out of oh, sympathy shit whoa they think they're being sympathetic and it's a hilarious it's a hilarious comedy it's like a slapstick thing and i'm always excited to rewatch it except that like i forget that like where i'm laughing just like like hysterically doesn't hit for like 50 minutes and it's like there's Uh funny stuff earlier but it's all in this protracted setup and yeah we get a little bit of that here um yeah you're right i think i think audience were more captivated back then i think they're just like seeing a flicker show back then was like as they i guess called them at some point yeah, a talkie I, a talkie i think it was special it was like hey like they really cared about it. it's almost like i can't watch um the voice or not the voice right. what's it called the, the ones where it's just a bunch of ladies talking and yelling at each other oh the um, view the view <laughs> yeah, the voice <laughs> yeah the view i can't watch that like that shit it's just it just my it's almost like i'm programmed to just completely ignore that and right. i'm not trying to be a <laughs> no well it, it, <laughs> but to I be just, fair you are no. not the target market for true, the view. True, 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 true. but i can just ignore it like nothing right. and i feel like if, if i want to watch one of these films like i really do i really made sure I kind of actually didn't take I didn't really take many notes the first time because I really wanted to focus on it because I knew there would be a lot of talking. And I'm like, let me just really focus it. Yeah. And it's hard. You got your phone. You got all these things going on. And the movie's taking its sweet ass time. Fucking Dracula's taking an hour to get across the swamp. And but, you know, in the end, you do learn to appreciate the little things. And there's little like I noticed the weird bird sounds. Yeah. Because I was actually paying attention. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this movie's garbage. I'm just kidding. (laughs) We do get like um, a great thing where is it Frank? That, so oh, when he shoots through Dracula, he kills K. Or he does, yeah. He Every kill he begins with K. <laughs> yeah, he. <laughs> which is which is uh, again a we'll hilarious move if you think Dracula is just a scam artist. Is he's like he letting <laughs> letting someone else murder the person he's trying to get That's true. the At money first, of? You're like this guy's a fucking genius like he's like yeah. he got this chick to fall in love with them he may have they had got under his mind control this whole time you don't know that yeah you, exactly you, and and he gets her own fiance to kill her so now her fiance is probably gonna go to prison which 
he actually does. Yeah. But like, it's so crazy because at first this movie really does have you thinking, damn, this Dracula is a lot smarter than I thought he was. Cause right. at first I thought he was a real dumb dirt bag. Right. So again, and what you're talking about is a, it's, it's a noir plot where it's like, yeah, the person inherits the riches that like weren't his to begin with because he forced himself into the family, you know, in this case, um, it's maybe some vampire magic. In another movie, it might just be he's blackmailing the the woman yes. and like forcing her to marry him, and then allows sets it up to allow her to be murdered by someone else so he can't get charged. You know, this is a crime yeah. movie, uh, it, which it is really, really is. funny to think about. Um, a crime movie featuring <laughs> a, a Dracula that like lets chicks get shot. <laughs> The greatest hobo of Transylvania. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, so Frank goes insane. He runs to the cemetery. At first, Dracula is chasing him down. At this point, you know, I'm just going to call him Dracula at this point because I mean, that's what they call the, I think the credits do. They call him Alucard slash Dracula, which is the yes. other confusing part. So you're like, yeah. Eventually, he transitions back to his regular name. Yeah. They see it in the mirror or something. They're like, yeah, right. yeah that's what it is. And uh, he's chasing him down, but he doesn't really do anything to him. I think he felt like he needed Frank to live, right? In order needs, for him to get caught. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he needs Frank to take the fall. Yes. Um, problem. He is, was just scaring him more, really. Right. Yeah. The problem is that this town um, doesn't like doesn't like strangers. So, like the the judge and the doctor are basically on Frank's side the whole time. I mean, like. They're pretty much doing anything in their power to to get him out. They're like, I unless mean, there's some obvious, but the, the only thing, even after he confesses, they're like, oh, I'm sure no, there's something going on. Yeah, something about that foreign <laughs> guy that came into town. It must have been his fault, right? Like, yeah. not rich heir to, like, one of our town's most powerful families, so we need to cover up any indiscretions. Yeah. Whose father <laughs> mysteriously died recently. Right, yeah. Yeah, it is pretty sus. Uh, you know, and like, what are the, like the first thing they do? Like, did he, does he like pat? Like, he almost he comes in like panting and like this man needs water, and they grab like the tumbler of whatever whiskey or scotch or whatever, and they're yeah. just like, ah, here you go. That was a better time. I'm like, yeah, and then he's like, yeah, okay, I feel better. I'm like, really? Yeah, whiskey's gonna really help someone having a psychological breakdown. You just like, ran through the swamp at night. Yeah. It's humid. You're freaked out. Like you. Yeah. Kill your, you killed your fiance. You shot through a ghost a monster. Yeah. As far as you're concerned, you don't know what the hell he is. Uh, yeah, it's it's disturbing as hell. And I like the way the doc is just like, yeah, just you know, drink this, lay down. And I yeah, think he just, shoots him up you with need a, some rest. A, um, whatever you call it, you know, something to kind of knock him out. Oh yeah, that's right. They, they, yeah, he gives him like a sedative. Sedative, so they, yes. Yeah, he gives him a sedative. He knocks. He's basically out. like, here, have an oxy and just crash for a little <laughs> while. We're gonna cover up your murder. Blame it on the foreign guy. <laughs> yeah he's like the band manager of a real dramatic singer he's like you know yeah. what just let me shoot you up with this and shut yeah, you yeah, down for let, the night yeah and then i'll go i'm go get i'll go clean up all the nonsense that you did like let me yes you know get rid of all the dead hookers and yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's that could you imagine being a band manager in the 1980s jesus no god that the, the stories they must have that they can't even tell not even right oh day. yeah that, that i mean like that's got to be like makes you wonder if like it's the person that is like well someone's got to run things or is it like were they just as depraved as everyone else <laughs> like yeah. i you know i don't know because it's like eh, 
you know, they're not the rock stars, but like, I guess they could still just be like there for it, all of the crazy too. I think in those, so, so if I was, if I, you know, was happened to have, say, decided to get into music in the eighties, I was in my twenties or, or, you know, late teens. And I started as a band that just hit or whatever. I would hire a manager that hates this, hates yes. the music, hates the lifestyle like that's what you want in a manager. Do you yes. want them to absolutely despise all of it so that way they can help make sure they can control the situation and the structure of everything? Yeah. Yeah, you you need You don't want them to get lost in it, you know? Right. Yeah. You need someone that's going to bring order to the chaos, not just be yeah. like more chaos. Exactly. That's to be the smart way to do it. But uh you know, honestly, I'm telling you, I think Dracula in this in this movie, he needed a manager. Yeah. I feel like if he had had somebody some sort of familiar sidekick, something he would have been like, I don't know about this K girl. He, right. he seemed way too. Uh, have you seen Frank? The guy's got a six pack, nice yeah. cheeks. You know, the, he's, you he's, think she's really leaving him for you? Broke Dracula. Yeah. With your <laughs> dirty Sanchez mustache and fucking horrible haircut. Like, yeah, have you ever seen a mustache that I think the hairs are evenly spaced apart? <laughs> it's insane. I can see every follicle, dude. It's, it's real. That's the thing I did. I, I, that was because he would grow that a couple times, like throughout his life. Like, and it's like, yeah, there's like a, it's like when someone retiles a floor and they have to use those spacers to make sure yeah. that everything like that's how his mustache grew like with spacers. It's so yeah. weird. Yeah. He was definitely not meant to, to sport a thick, you know, push broom stash. He no. just grows just enough. He has the stash I had like when I was in seventh, eighth grade or something. Right. Like, there's not a lot going on up there, but you know what here at the podcast, yo. We're not here to discriminate on stashes. If you got one, you sport one, yeah. you're going to honor you. It's just the way it goes, baby. So all the all out there, you know, those, you know, my friend, he's, he's mostly native, native American. He, he doesn't even have armpit hair. So <laughs> any, any mustache <laughs> this guy can grow. I give him congratulations. But uh, yeah, it's like, it gets, <laughs> but it gets pretty wild. So, so Frankie is uh, having a bad day. He's freaking out. He, he leaves the house in the middle of the night and the doc is like asking his maid like hey get some something for uh the fucking frank or whatever mm -hmm. and it, and she's like oh he left he left like in the middle of the night or whatever i saw that you laid him down on some like <laughs> shitty like it was like a fucking chase thing or it was like one of those things yeah was... yeah it was like um not a day bed but like yeah just um Oh man, yeah, there is a term for it, and I can't even think of what. Yeah, it is. chase lounge. No, some something like that. But yeah, it's like it's 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 a slightly long. It's a slightly longer like recliner. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not it's, it's not enough to beat like fit him entirely. <laughs> it's just he just kind of like hangs off of it basically. It's like a fainting couch or something. Yeah, whatever they can call him. Yeah. Um, and so she's gone or he's gone. And uh, eventually, I think they find out that he con he goes to the cops and confesses to yeah, the murder he of his gets, fiance. He does finally get into like the drunk tank holding cell. Like he does because he's acting he he's acting um like insane. Well, like to them, the the judge and the doctor did booze him up and give him a pill. So sure, like you know, over and <laughs> I mean they they gave him a sedative and washed it down with like whiskey. <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Uh, if at some point the judge does find out that uh, Catherine's been married to the count, um, 
and uh, Professor Laszlo from Memphis does come through. He decides yep. to take the quick trip down to the south, a little further the, the south good old to the Hungarian professor, like, um, who is like just yeah, he's he, he's straight out of okay. If if you thought like if you had to say like okay, Bugs Bunny met like a Hungarian professor. This is like the Looney Tunes guy. It's just like, yeah, he is just a real life version of the most cartoonish version of like a Hungarian, like intellectual. Yeah, he really did. I don't know. You know, I, I, I understand, though, they didn't have a lot of source material to work with at this time. But yeah, this is very cartoonish. Yeah. Uh, but you could tell right away, like, oh, this guy's going to be important at some yeah. point like right away as soon as he answers the phone in the earlier in the film you're like yeah this guy's gonna be around for a little while mostly get used to him but um you know the one scene that i thought was actually kind of spooky was when the doc goes back to the house and mm. he's suspicious about what's going on he's thinking maybe he can find some kind of information or something that could help with uh what frank's story because frank tell told him he right. killed he killed his uh k and the fucking uh the count tried to kill him and he was sad, super strength. So this guy's like, what the fuck is going on? So he goes back to the house. He goes down to the basement. He sees the, he sees the coffin with all the dirt and shit. Yeah. And that's when count Dracula comes through and he's like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And, but he doesn't say it like that. He says, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I keep giving up the, yeah, you're trying too hard. It's uh, Hey, what that's my stuff. <laughs> Dude, don't touch that. <laughs> How dare you come unannounced? And that's when he kind of flexes on him, like, "Well, yeah. I married her the other day, and yeah. from the judge, and now this is my property, and you just you're, you're yeah, on you're my property. Next time you come through trespassing, I'm gonna make sure that uh, you're you're properly punished for it." Right. And he basically intimidates the doctor. The doctor leaves, and that's when he gets with uh, he gets with Professor Laszlo and starts talking to him about it. They go back to see. I think they go. They. I know. At the, oh, during that scene, he sees Kay and she's yeah, alive and well. We're That's about right. to get the the mid uh, the mid movie like quick uh, twist or a little like, twist. Yeah, because we just saw her get capped. Yeah, bah. yeah, yeah. And <laughs> now she's walking around. You yeah. know. Well, she's in bed, uh, and she's like, she tells the doc, "Yeah, um, I married him." Uh, and we're going to be working throughout the day most of the time, working on sciencey stuff and mm. trying to figure out science. And so we would like no visitors at all, ever, ever. And so don't ever come here. And yeah, so bye forever. Yeah. And so he's like, what the fuck? Like this chick was like a family friend of mine. He's probably known her since she was little. Right. And all of a sudden she, and she's very cold. Like her whole delivery is very weird. Yeah. So you're like, okay, yeah, she's, she's um, she's, she's been, well, she's uh, like the, the you know the bride of the son of dracula yeah the, the bride of dracula dracula's bitch and so although we do later find out he's her bitch right well i was uh, gonna say and actually no that comes pretty soon right because she then a she it, it's right about now like or we meet right, Lazo, the right? and then she basically um well, yeah, she, then she we get shows the big, up in the jail. Yeah, we get the big twist where it turns out she, they, they do, they, Lazo and the doc do find out, yeah, she is the undead. They find her. And then, and she's yeah, asleep he's in night. there. Then he confronts them. And isn't it like in like a weirdly like round shape, like room? And it's like, 
It's odd. Yeah, it's like a, almost like a little special. And granted, they are rich, so they probably would have a nice spot. But uh, right, like a not. It's not pergola. That was not the word I was looking for, but that was the <laughs> word that came to mind. Um, anyways, I'm gonna fancy. put my coffin in a gazebo when I die. Gazebo. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> like a gazebo. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Look. Okay. The standoff was between Dracula and Professor Laszlo and the and the the doctor in a gazebo. And uh, <laughs> they do the pull the cross out. and he's, you know, Oh, yes. They have that little confrontation because, yeah, he can hear them talking shit. And he shows up as like a fucking puff of weed smoke. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> it's just smoke comes out of nowhere. It's like, holy shit. It's right. like thick ass smoke. And he shows up. But, yeah, the, the cross fucks him up a little bit. And he, he disappears back into the ether. But he does threaten the dog. He's like, hey, man, I know yeah. about you now, dog. Like, you're out. Yeah. You're out this bitch. As soon as I have a chance. You're on my list is basically what you said. Yeah. <laughs> he's already so part of the American culture. He's, that's the way he talks. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. He, he might as well. Because, he again, there's no, like, European royalty anywhere in that guy. Like, that is not. This guy is like, this is like the guy who pretended to be a Rockefeller for, like, 20 years. <laughs> he really does seem like a random guy that, like, Dracula bit. For some reason, right. and then he just took the name. It was yeah, exactly. Like he's owning. He's Jacob Dylan from the Wallflowers. Because yeah. he definitely Dylan. has the <laughs> yeah. Because he definitely has the power. So he's definitely a vampire. Right. But yeah. is this guy Dracula? I don't. He doesn't seem that powerful. No, and he doesn't seem that old. Like he doesn't seem like he's seen the centuries of whatever you know. Dracula right. Seen. No, this this so guy kind of weird. This guy has seen like one too many like long shifts at a factory and like uh, just a night of drinking beer. That's what this guy's seen. Like, so now he wants to get into the one percent. So he's like, okay, I can go get it. I can get a costume. No longer will I be blue collar. That's it. It's Rocky. Dracula does usually have a white collar. Yeah, it's Rocky. Yeah, yeah, it's Rocky Four. Yeah, he's trying. Uh, This is what he's aspiring to. You know. (laughs) Yeah, he's trying to get to Rocky Four level of, of right. riches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Rocky Four, they have the robot. They got and the in robot. This, they have the plantation employees. See, yes, <laughs> yes. Things changed in the eighties. Yeah, they were like, yeah. you know what? Let's just hire robots to, yeah, you know, do our dues. But uh, yeah, so the, from there, yeah, they have the confrontation. Then yes, Kay does visit Frank, who's going bonkers, and the jail guy, the 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 the, the jail guy, the, the cop, the guard. Yeah, he thinks that Frank is just talking to himself. This right, time. he's hallucinating, yeah. and he's he's also making up the voice of whoever he's talking to. So he thinks like he's making up this perfectly right. female impersonation voice. Right, <laughs> like man, that guy's talented. He could really, he could really sound just like Kay, but she's dead. So. Right. He's so crazy. He's just pretending that she's still alive or whatever. Yeah, he just wants yeah, he wants her to still be alive because he can't Honestly, at this that he point, killed her. And at this point, he's not gonna probably do prison time. He's probably just gonna be stuck. He's gonna be one flew over the cuckoo's nest. He's gonna be stuck with right. the old Native American in the, in the or you know, just in his like you know, probably other uh plantation home that he's from on house arrest whatever 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 the 1943 version of like a an ankle monitor was just a ball and chain just having to shuffle around the uh his rich place because yeah they tie into a heavy hog i think that back in the south they tied a hog there you go yeah like you know but he could still get around he's not like (laughs) 
Yeah, you, you just know. gotta walk around with this oinker next to you, dude. Yeah, you he's can't... just getting he's just getting house arrest. Because like, of an anchor, it's an oinker. Yeah, because they got a foreign. <laughs> wow, I thought you know that's good. That is good. It's not bad. It could have been better. It's something. All right, sorry. Good. Continue. But no, yeah, yeah, they 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 are, the judge and the doctor and everyone already knows who they're blaming the murder on. Like they're that's they're like Frank. If he could just have composed himself, like for a split second. He's never in any danger of being Not really for this. No. Um, you just need to just stay still. Don't listen to Kay. But Kay is a very convincing person. And this is where you're like, oh, he's like, I, I think partly because he's obviously inc- he's incredibly traumatized. Like, could you imagine yeah. if you killed the yeah. person of your dreams and then now she's back? And so you're obviously going to be even more appreciative that they're there. Right. And she's now she's the undead. So she's cursed. And I think no matter what intention you have, no matter what your agenda is, no matter what your intention is, if you become if you become a vampire, there's you lose that good part of your soul. So now she's right. just a dead bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she's not that nice. She's she's horrible. So she manipulates him. But she, she might have just yeah. been that the whole time, though, because could have been. But it definitely augmented the uh, because this was yeah. this is where she t- explains what her plan really was. Go ahead, Matt. So. Her plan was always to still be with Frank. She was duping the Count into making her a vampire so she could be immortal, and then she could make Frank immortal, which is pretty intense. So they could be together forever. It turns out she's the simp. Right. Unless this is further manipulating him, and that was never really her plan, but now she's just like, I can say this. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you could read it one either that she was the mastermind the whole time and this was all part of her plan, or this is her further tormenting Frank by saying, like, I'm here to give you what you want. Just, you know. Yeah, because she even mentions, like, now she doesn't mind, like, killing her, getting, like, her sister's in the way now because her sister knows about what's going on. So she's like, yeah, just kill her. Yeah. Like, that, that was a little thing where I was like, oh, she's not necessarily the same yeah i mean she's Unless definitely she more evil yeah she's a little more evil but she was already definitely already evil right yeah because i'm sure the movie wants you to think like wants you to think like well she got into the dark arts and now she's a yeah. little bitch you know uh or witch whatever witch bitch whatever right same it was thing. both basically yeah a little bit and, of both but yeah again the idea that like they this movie even had the you know just even just even including a twist like this, that like she could be the one that was manipulating it the whole time is pretty awesome. Like, yeah, I mean, you don't have to even take the movie's word. Like you could say like, that's just her tormenting Frank now. Like, you know, this, you know, but it's, it's cool that like either way, like, you know, there's something, there's something interesting happening here. um, While it's a lot of people standing around and talking. True. Yeah, there's like there's actually a decent decent twist because usually it's just some damsel in distress who, right. you know, she's the victim and she's suffering and she gets shot. And so at first you're, it feels incredibly cliche, and then you yeah, that she's actually a, a RWB. She's a rich witch bitch. Yeah. And um, yeah. double she double double, double 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 WB. It's uh, <laughs> she she ends up manipulating him. I I in. Frank agrees that she he agrees with her at first and like he lets her know, but it turns out Frank yeah. is also like, Hey, 
I don't want this. I, I know that she's cursed. She wanted me to kill her sister. That's not going to happen. He goes against her wishes. And yes. I don't know about you. I didn't think he was going to do that. Until no, I do it. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he, um, he, he composes he, he, himself he, pretty quick and she helps him escape too. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So she gets him out of jail. Um, you know, uh, I don't, I think it was to go kill her sister. Like, I think that's that was like the intention. She, um, but yeah, he, 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 and then you got to figure out like, okay, was he acting crazier than he really was just to like yeah, throw things off right. or did he weird. really catch on this quick? I, cause it's kind of like, yeah, I thought like, I thought he was almost going to become like her, her rent build, right? Like. Yeah, that felt natural there. Yeah, yeah, for sure, because he was really losing it. But uh, yeah, the movie just swerves away from that, which again is kind of an odd choice to make because they just set up a really cool twist that like she's this mastermind, and then it's not really followed up on. It's yeah, they kind of tie it up in a bow a little fast after that part when. If they had just made that happen a little sooner or made the movie longer, which they just, I guess, didn't do back then. Yeah. But if it was a two-hour movie and you gave him time, like, say he did a couple of things for her. Yeah. And then it was time for him to kill her sister and he had a knife in her throat or something. Yeah, right, right. And then he he showed that he had will left. Yes. Right, like. Like maybe yeah. you kill a Hungarian guy because who gives a fuck about some dude from Memphis and <laughs> that you know maybe he killed Doc because you know fuck the Doc and, and then he gets to Claire and he's like oh I I I'm tired of doing this like my she's not my fiance anymore she's this undead crazy person right she needs to be she needs to be stopped you know yeah but um instead no he goes on a mission he's a man on a mission he's out there getting that you chicken did, and you just gave me an idea that also <laughs> would be pretty <laughs> hilarious think about this okay so hungarian guy from memphis is just in in cahoots with uh alucard it's just hungarian guy from memphis actually put in the effort to like get, do an accent and his partner doesn't care <laughs> and they go town to town as a dracula van helsing stand in so like, like that one guy the dracula guy you know gets in with a rich family steals their wealth the other guy comes up with the you know way to defeat him which is really just a way to then move on to the next town like yeah, problem solved okay yeah they're, they're yeah. a con otters duo that would be great if he just made up like you can kill him with like um I holy mean, water or something right, or yeah, whatever yeah. but it doesn't really kill him and so he just pretends he died yeah <laughs> then they just move on to the <laughs> they move on to the next town you're like why does this coffin have like air, air holes and like a <laughs> like a little like closed circuit tv like that or a ham radio or like what what's going on with this or uh yeah the defeat is like you just gotta throw them out of your town borders <laughs> Like, like, yeah, they, like, oh. like the only way like once he leaves the town line once he crosses the county line he's he's gonna die and it's like ha you can't catch me now <laughs> yeah i always thought it was odd that like the wicked from like water didn't she yeah. die from water yeah it seems like that would have uh she would have run into that more yeah yeah Often. i mean i mean she must have stank like a motherfucker yeah they did not have dry shampoo back then this bitch was no Woo, man, damn! That's why they could only have those beautiful winged uh, little monkeys with it. <laughs> that, that, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You know what? That's what you. That's the move. You bring something with you that smells worse than you. By comparison, camouflage. Yeah, exactly. 
That's why I hang out with my friends around here. See? Yeah. They make me smell and look better. Uh, so <laughs> just hang out with uggos. <laughs> well, you know, that, that there's a book called like, um, I don't know, The Game or The Way, like a pickup artist book that I would sure gives you. That's a line in there. Yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, 100%. It's they remember they they made a whole movie about that, like the idea of like the women that hang out with like the uglier women, so they look you know better. Like, yeah, um, you know what's funny is, is a lot of women don't do that. Yeah, that's there you go. Duh. Yeah, that was like, what it was called. I was like, duh, wow. Yeah. I, I even if you're trying to critique it, I don't know, man. I think that's one of those ones that plays well, a little too. Well, I'm shocked how many women don't do that because I'll be you know, on a dating app in the past and I'll be float, float, you know, you know, flicking through uh, profiles and there's, there's a lot of women where the first photo is a group shot. And so obviously the human brain yeah. is going to navigate to the, the most attractive person, the one that, that appeals you to find you attractive. Yeah. And, and you know, a lot of it has to do with the generic bullshit of symmetry and other kinds of things. And yeah. so you point to that person, then you go to the next photo and it's not that person. You're like, yeah, don't, don't we we all understand. Like, I wouldn't go take a photo next to Jason Momoa and be like, "This is part of my dating app." No, yeah, you're gonna want to fuck that giant guy. He's right, yeah, 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 yeah. You can't do the bait and switch like that. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna take a fucking photo with I don't know, uh, Cheech and Chong or something. <laughs> yeah, well, be a solid move. Or I guess Actually. one of my uncles. I mean, it's based same shit. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> so Frank decides to go. He heads to Kay's coffin. He looks down. He's all sad. He's sorrowful. Pulls this ring off. This, once again, this, this is like a noir. Just yeah. Very, uh, pulls it's very emotional. He pulls his ring off. He puts it on her finger. Um, I guess that was the ring he was going to give her. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's kind of you know. It, it, I just took it as like some kind of weird like yeah family heirloom type exchange right. thing. And uh, he lights. So then he. He starts. He lights a coffin on fire. I believe. Yeah. Right? He lights Dracula's coffin on fire. They're about to fight and everything, and then because <laughs> Dracula's like he's being really cocky. He's like, "I'm going to destroy this guy." I already fucked yeah. him up earlier. Gives you shit, and he sees his coffin. He's like, "Oh, why'd you do that?" Right. Yeah. My stuff. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Again, imagine if you burned a hobo's bindle. How devastate? That's devastating to them. True. That's what. That's what Dracula's seeing here. This is. There's no worldly possessions beyond what is in this room. Yeah, it's true. He's like, God damn it. I say I did kind of fuck this up. I think he actually lights um Dracula's coffin on fire first. Um, then he goes to see K. My bad. I yeah, because that was yes. the mission. And then I think he saw that she was there. Because yes. I think, you know, because obviously she's she should have been buried or or in like a a family crypt or something. But the idea yeah. is that like she's obviously. She's way, the, she's back at the, the house in the now, basement. Yeah. yeah. So after you know, he he basically the fight between him and Dracula, so he just lights his shit on fire, then Dracula jumps in his own shit and he yeah. fucking dies. He catches on fire, which I guess could kill him. And well, well the, getting rid they, of they stuff. chase or they they get back outside again. Um yeah. It like from a cave by a swamp. Uh it was a <laughs> I don't know what like part of the back lot they were using for this moment, but I'm like, it's an interesting like a Harry. It, it looks like it's like a Harry Potter thing. Yes. You're going to meet a wizard in that cave is what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
but uh the sun comes up over the the cave and uh that's right yeah he basically distracts him enough where he times it to where he burns his shit he has yeah. nowhere to go now and so the sun burns his ass yeah that oh yeah yeah and uh and then like the judge and everyone comes and it looks like frank murdered another man it very much does look like Frank Bird, another man. And he decides to, so they're going to continue to be on his track. They figure, oh, he might be going back to the house to get Kay. So they go to the house. He goes into the room. He sees Kay in her coffin and she's now asleep because it's the daytime now. Mm-hmm. So she's in slumber. And that's where we're And he lights that woman on fire like a son of a bitch. Yep. <laughs> um, you don't hear her screaming or anything, which I thought would have been cool. If you, right. If you just, you, you he comes out of the room and you just hear her just like some crazy screams. That would be kind of dope, but no, nah, I yeah. guess she just dies in her sleep. It's just like, well, uh, yeah, carbon monoxide other, poisoning. The thing is, yeah, I've never, <laughs> I, one thing I don't know. I, I think actually, no, cause I guess in the novel Dracula, again, they get him just before, um, before sunset i believe yes yes so and i think his eyes open like as they're gonna like put the um uh put the stake or drive the stake through his heart yeah so because otherwise i don't know do they just go totally dormant during like the daylight hours so maybe yeah almost like hibernation or something right like would she even wake up like if if that was happening like yeah every movie's done a little different i like the idea that they are in sort of a hibernation, but they will wake up if a specific, if they're right, at yeah, a absolutely. level. Right. If something's you know, threatening you or something, like, and yeah, it's well, like immediate. Um, there's a knock on the door, be, like it's a Jehovah Witness. They're going to be like, who is it? Right. Although <laughs> it would really suck, though, if like, if, if, if they just had normal sleep patterns, they just had to sleep during the day. Um, and like, oh, literally they, they have had to, to sleep the entire <laughs> time of sun like sun up to sundown because we have like a gatorade bottle on the side to pee in <laughs> because it's like do you risk like just getting up and like walking past the shaft of sunlight i feel like because it doesn't look the... like it takes a lot to to yeah to kill them like in this case so like all their windows just have like aluminum foil yeah on the that's the place you just you just like i'm gonna be the town weirdo no windows yeah no no windows <laughs> brick them all up <laughs> yep yeah, no, I think that would be difficult. Or maybe you like it because it's kind of a little fun little game. Because it's a little a little stream of sun, it just it's just a little. It's yeah, like maybe almost it running your hand through you. a flame. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. If, if if you really have to be like just a wash in sunlight be, for yes. it to kill you, then I guess you're probably okay. You could just stay indoors. A couple of beams won't hurt. You know, it's right. just a little little pika pika. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so she fires up, she burns up, and the guy that we thought. I, at least that I thought immediately, which was Frank, he ends up living at the, at yeah. the end of the movie. And so does Hungarian guy. I don't think he dies either. Nope. And neither is a doctor. No, no, no. Like, again, and that's the other thing. Like, this con artist, like, was not very successful. Like, he got, he took out an old man, an old swamp woman, a swamp cat. Swamp uh, cat. <laughs> It's so he, good. Did he kill anyone else? And then, I mean, he made it so Kay was shot. He, he bit that kid, but he didn't bite him enough to kill him. And I guess, right. I guess, I don't know. I guess that kid's not going to come back as a vampire because it was the disease. I don't right. know what the fuck. It's weird. But he did bite a kid. 
But yeah. that's pretty much it. He didn't have a lot of time to really get going. No, this all yeah, his con fell apart remarkably fast, actually. Yeah, <laughs> like, he didn't he was not ready for his first venture onto the no the bayou, dude. He picked the wrong rich girl. He should have picked a rich girl like in Maine or something. Right. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, he that's the problem. You know what? That's the case. The problem was like when Dracula like scoped out like who who he was gonna target, he didn't expect to be like getting like the woman from double indemnity who's already scamming to like kill her husband exactly. for insurance he money fucked up dude yeah he he picked the wrong you know he which is actually another cool like way to look at the plot like a guy like thinks he's a master manipulator like <laughs> targets like the the number one like <laughs> femme fatale yeah dude he he wasn't ready for like american you know fucking greed like right. he just, he just yeah. wasn't oh, right. We really know to hire our greed until it's time to really show our true colors, you know, like you know and this... protect our own. Like, you know, this, because again, this dude, Frank in this movie, you know, is seeing things is shooting through things and killing this woman who just spurned him. Like, and they are doing everything they can to be like, no, he's, he's totally good. Don't worry. Job. It's like, that yeah. is, it's, it's so this is a, a vampire accidentally walked into a crime noir movie. Like that's what happened. Yeah. That he, he just wasn't ready for. It. He just did not he didn't have the bearings. He he could never get his bearings going. He no. was just trying to figure it out. You know, as, as I think that's why this movie's kind of weird, is like he could never get confident enough. But anyway, before we we start talking about reflecting on this movie, just let me do a quick with a real quick impression uh, of a scene from this film. And this is a segment I like to call. Oh, quick impressions. <laughs> Let me get my Dracula. <laughs> quick impressions. Well, it isn't seldom that my enemies are so accommodating. I know all about you. You're not a Count Alucard, but Count Dracula. One of the undead. A lonesome thing. Surviving on the blood of the living. Well, there will be no blood of the living for you because I'm going to destroy you. If you learned more about me, you would have not come here until after sunrise. No, it's not that I that is going to be, it's not me going to be destroyed. And that is. <laughs> what do you mean, last call? <laughs> that was the voice you were giving Dracula, the guy who argues with the bartender about whether it was last call or not. That's a quick impression from Son of Dracula. Um, and as you know, Matt, we do rate these movies by our yep. favorite mustaches. We have the uh, full Fu Manchu recommendation for Hell Yeah, the Walrus mustache for Pretty Damn Good, the Horseshoe for Eh, Not Bad, and of course the Hitler mustache. I'm not sure if you thought about this yet. You're welcome to talk about it to yourself. Now, How would you rate it? So I'm going to go with the... Oof, oof. Walrus. <laughs> well, because I was thinking, like, you know, low tier walrus, man. I, I like to tear them up sometimes. It helps, yeah, me, it helps me what, categorize. Better. What's a walrus and a half? So, like, okay, yeah, yeah, mid, like, mid tier, mid, it, yeah, because all of the stuff about it being slow and like, why is the sister character even in this movie other than like she's basically there to like assure that like Frank after murdering her sister is going to be like, she's going to be his like soft landing. Like, you know, it's like true. That character didn't need to be in this movie. No, she's pretty pigeonholed in. She really right. did not. She's, she she doesn't factor into really any of the conflict. Like, yeah. So, right. it's, so like, so stuff like that makes it go like, it feels like 
there's a lot of unnecessary stuff here, but at the same time, what it has going for it is that weirdness of this is like if Drac, if the Maltese Falcon or like uh, you know Chinatown was happening mm-hmm. as that happens, and then it suddenly had a vampire character. That's like what he. That's what this movie is. It's like this guy walked into the wrong movie. So it's got a very weird tone. Like, yes. Um. So it's interesting, and that's the thing I think I like about it. It can be slow and boring, but it's it's unique. It's interesting. It's definitely not just like another entry in a series. It's not, it's not trying to be anything like the previous two. Yeah. So, so I would recommend it on that. Like it's, um, and it's funny that Lon Chaney Jr. was cast in this role because I, it makes zero sense. And sometimes that's worth watching the movie alone for. It's just how out of place the guy that's playing Dracula is in the Dracula movie. True. Yeah. I think, um, I think Gary Oldman did not look at this film for inspiration for his. No, 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 no. Like, uh, and this uh, guy came and he came out with a goddamn mushroom haircut. He still managed to be more charming than fucking. Yeah. And intimidating anything. Like you're like every version, like, But it's still, dude. Like I said, Leslie Leslie Nielsen in Dracula Dead and Loving It probably had more like accidentally like intimidating moments. Yeah. Than Lon Chaney Jr. does. He's just so. It's. I wouldn't want the movie without him because Mm. he's another part. He's another weirdo element to this this movie, that like it makes it work for me. But at the same time take the exact same setting, the same, just take everything, keep it all the same, except put in a Christopher Lee or a uh, Bella Lugosi or someone as Dracula. And how much more menace that would just add, knowing that like, there's already a bunch of schemes happening, but then that mm-hmm. character is around. Yep. You know? Yeah. No, but instead it's like a guy that like walks into doors. <laughs> like, hey, boom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I I agree. I I give it a slightly lower, kind of more lower tier, uh, walrus, uh, mustache because I do think people should watch this. I think they had a great, I think they had a great idea of what they wanted to do. I think you could take out some characters. I think you could throw in some characters. Like I said, I wish there was a Renfield or some yeah. sort of familiar or somebody that could get him acclimated. That that at least could add a little bit of substance in the terms of why is he going here? Why did he pick this chick? Why did he decide to have an accent or no accent at all? Like it would be cool for to have someone's like, I'm, you know, I'm glad you picked this accent. I'm glad you picked this, this, this woman because of blah, blah, blah. Like they little bit of depth to the character without Dracula having to carry the weight. And, 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 and that make is equally needs to be there because think about this, like, because of what I just said about Cheney's screen presence as Dracula, like we don't get, we don't look at him and go like, Ooh, master manipulator. It looks like he's vacant. Like it looks like he's not thinking at all. So like, True. that's what we see, right? Like, so we need someone that we need a hype man for Dracula in this because yes. he, he's not giving it. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's not being a hundred percent. He doesn't really start really 
opening up a little, which is very weird, but he, he doesn't really open up much to Kay until after they get married. And that's when right. he says like, yeah, back home, it sucks. It's, it's fucking shitty. There's nothing out there anymore. By the way, I'm poor. Yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't. It would be great if we could have seen that conversation beforehand so we could get an idea of what he's trying to do. Yeah. Um, but we don't get that. You, you know, know what would be fun. awesome? Actually, I sorry, you, you just gave me an idea. Yeah, go ahead. Like he like he thinks he's suckering Kay into like marrying him, you know? And then yeah. like as soon as it's all legal, he goes, Ha, and I'm poor, you know, does the whole thing. And she goes, Well, funny, I've been using you, so ha, like, you know, and like yeah. you see those two have that like where mr and mrs smith moment you know right we're yeah. both trying to fucking fuck each other over right and then yeah. you see the tables turned on dracula because then at least how kind of generally ineffective he is then we get it right like he has been bested like mm. and then that's interesting but otherwise it's just a dude that's just walking around like going like hoping no one sees through his grift yeah, because it would have been cool to have a K and Dracula fight, like yeah, maybe before before Frank gets him, where because the only reason she has Frank kill him is she knows the best way to kill this motherfucker is right before the sun comes up. Right, that's the best time to do. That's why he confronts him right before he's about to walk to his car. Co- he's perfect timing, by the way. But oh yeah, he runs into him right at the perfect time, freaks him out, and then that's when he dies. But yeah, like it would have been cool to have a little pre-fight. But once again, I they would. More film time, we would we, right. more runtime and more. And that's just and, not what the kind of movie that Universal was. was trying to make. So I still think it's worth watching. I still think it's worth giving this a shot. You know, give it a chance, give it a watch. If not, it's also great to just have. Like, if you have like, a, I think a lot of these old black and white um, horror movies from back in the day are kind of fun to have at a party on a projector screen. Just yeah, for well, people to pop in and check out. You know. Yeah, they. Because if nothing else, they they're usually good at like some atmosphere or sets and the visuals. True. Even in the really low rent ones, they they still have this kind of. You know, it's not supposed to take place in the real world. Kind of like appeal to it yeah the set designs are great um i thought they did a great job of kind of capturing a sort of uh louisiana and southern yeah um it, it, sound it's, is good it, it's that antebellum um kind of thing but yes. like they, thankfully you know I, i'm kind of shocked i mean okay how about this if this had been set a hundred years or so prior this the person that like Frank would have been like someone who was like going to like one day be a Confederate journal or a journal uh, general. Right. Like, Oh yeah. This yeah, would yeah. have been like, that's, you know, this was like, we were just post gone with the wind basically is like exactly. what the setting of this movie is. Yeah. And they do a pretty good job. There's enough, there's enough different sets that they use where it doesn't feel repetitive. It doesn't feel as low budget as it probably was. Right. Um, you know, I think they they made the best of what they had and um it's just odd casting and that's what makes something you got to see to believe cuz everything we've said about Lon Chaney Jr and his character, I'm telling you, it's on point. You have to watch it in order to believe it. And also, if you don't have time to watch this movie and look at his face. Yeah. That alone tells you so much of like he just doesn't he seems completely out of place. Right. Yeah. Really interesting watch but uh yeah matt thanks so much for bringing us on on the show yeah do you have anything to plug or anything what's going on what do you got going on so um again ed and matt and camp 
Ed and Matt on campus comes out once a week, usually on Wednesdays. Um, nice. As of the time that we're recording this, the you know, Happy New Year, Halloween um, episode of the podcastio, what just came out for Ed and Matt on campus was the Christmas episode, in which nice. we covered a movie called The Twelve Dates of Christmas, starring Mark Paul Gosler from Dead Man on Campus fame. Um, as the world's most perfect man that um, is stuck in a Groundhog Day situation with a crazy woman, although she's the only one that knows. But they just have to, she keeps reliving the same day, um, and he keeps getting more and more perfect. And it is, uh, what's this movie called again? The 12 Dates of Christmas. Okay. Listen to the, <laughs> so the episode. Of, uh, yeah, well, we knew for a, like over on uh, the Ed and Matt on Campus Halloween episode, we covered an Whoa. American werewolf in Paris because yes. Tom Everett Scott, the other lead of um, yes. the man yeah. on campus, was the werewolf in that. So yep. for so we did him for Halloween and then Mark Paul Gossler for Christmas. But basically in both of those episodes, Eddie and I just pretend as if this is an extension of their characters from Dead Man on Campus. And we're building this into our larger mythology i like that i like um 12 dates of, i'm like yeah 2011 oh it was 11. a television film okay. yeah it was abc yeah. family um amy smart was the the, the woman i always thought um, she was so cute yeah, yeah, she, yeah still is. i mean well I, I haven't seen it but i recently watched this and uh <laughs> and as of uh 12 years ago she was still really cute um, I'm sure she's still very, very but, cute, uh, but, but yeah, like, she's always fun to watch. No. And, and, um, so yeah, that episode, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's hard to say. Cause every time Eddie and I do an episode, like it just goes so many unexpected places that like, I always think that's like, yeah, that's my favorite one because we're just never gonna go how'd more, you, more you, absurd. How'd you watch this movie? Is it on uh prime or something? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm gonna try giving it a watch just for that episode, dude. Uh, and, but Eddie and I, yeah, I mean, like, I think it's the longest, like, because you know, Eddie and Man Campus is also usually about 45 minutes to an hour. Because yeah. we're yeah. talking about the same movie all the time for the most part. This yeah. one was an this hour a... and a half. I think okay. I made, yeah. I think I made him run late um, to record with Yobo for the bloody bits because we were just the. Uh, it covers a lot of ground, so that okay. I would recommend. Um, and uh, gonna be. On an episode of the Grind Bin, which also, as of this recording, looks like looking at my phone, just came out. Um, it might be the longest episode in Grind Bin history. Um, it's a movie called Death Machines. I couldn't remember. Oh, that's right. Yes, it Death is Machines. the most Grind Bin Grind Bin movie that has ever Grind Bin. I could it have is, been on that episode. I yeah, missed you it, but, missed uh, out, man. I'm like, still going to watch the film. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I am going to still watch it. I think it would have probably been longer if I was on it, so probably, I think maybe I did everyone a favor. <laughs> uh, I don't know. This this episode is um, is there was a lot to say, huh? How about this? I feel like I've really been on like I've been on a, several grind bin episodes, but like this is the first time I like this is the first grind bin movie that I was on for the episode that I was on. And I'm like, this feels like a grind bin movie. This feels like yeah. you know something that they were covering like in the something they probably should have seen. Well, yes, covered years ago. Sooner. Yes, because yes. it's been around for over five years, I think now. So, right. Um, so, yeah. All the listeners know if you're new to the podcast, by the way, the Grindbin podcast. Podcast I've loved for a long time. Friends with both of the both of the hosts, co-hosts there. So, yeah. If you haven't listened to the Grindbin, check them out because both me and Matt 
are on some episodes together and some episodes separate and it's all yeah. good stuff so definitely check it out we're usually Tim behind Yobo. the paywall together but uh, yes yeah but a couple you really times, like the so... show <laughs> you can find us by the paywall really. you want to hear us talk really? about cabbage patch kids for a little while um you know you talk can about you the just... shit real quick yeah, we... <laughs> yeah. Ooh, but, man. but um but yeah so that death machines episode again okay. I, I just came out as we're recording this so for whenever this episode comes out it might not be the newest one but I might see if You're I can good. pull this off and get this out um, uh, uh, just before on New Year's Eve on Sunday. Oh, so perfect. I'm going to try my best. If I yeah. can pull it off, then, yeah, give it give it a listen. It's a fresh episode, and it, it should be a lot of fun. I haven't yeah. had a chance to hear it yet, but I'm pretty confident because I've recorded with those guys before, and it's always good a good time. So, yeah, man, thanks so much, Matt, for yeah, uh, joining you. the show again. Um, I didn't think we would talk about Son of Dracula this long, but I'm also happy we did because yeah. I think I got I wanted to say it. I feel good about myself. So I appreciate it. Yeah. No, I, 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 I again, I, I knew even this is one of those movies that I, I was like, even if he, even if you hated it, like you were just like, this is like rock bottom. Like it was going to come up with a good conversation. There was, yeah. there, there was too many interesting choices made. So like, you know, whether <laughs> it makes you like the movie or not, who knows, but it's, yeah. it's you know, something interesting. And I'm already thinking like, there's got to be another one of these like weirdo, like universal sequel movies with like a mustache. Oh yeah. That, like, got, it's tough in the you 40s. Know what? Oh but my God. It's possible. There is. And you know, what's funny. This is almost perfect. The mummy's ghost or the mummy's hand. One of those two suddenly moves the action to a, a plantation in Louisiana. And the <laughs> mummy comes up out of the swamp in a casket which we did not mention in this Dracula has a swamp casket when he, he makes does his have girl a swamp pick casket. him up yes. with her car swamp. Um, kit. <laughs> and Lon Chaney Jr. Is playing the mummy in that one. And I guarantee you it's the same set that was oh, in this yeah. movie. Oh yeah. Dude. So we could do an interesting experiment sometime is watch that one and just see how much of it looks just like son of Dracula. I really hope it's the hand of the mummy. I have that on VHS for sure. And I was, yeah, I love the way these movies look on us, uh, S CRT television. Yeah, like oh yeah. Just, there's something about watching letterbox on a fucking shitty TV. It's the best. Yeah. Ever, black and white, all grainy and shit. Right. Um, oh yeah. That's the only yeah. way. I mean, cause you, it's the mummy's hand. Like what the, what, what, what does that mean? <laughs> Well, you know, we'll see what that hand can do on next on the next time of the <laughs> podcast. You know, thank you so much for joining. Well, thank until you. next time, we'll check y'all later. Happy New Year, you sons of bitches, and happy Bye. Halloween. Yeah, and happy Halloween. Bye. <laughs>